Hello? <coughs> v! <coughs> v, it's Ed. Where are you? <coughs> well, come on, we got a show to do. We got we to gotta record now. You get your butt over here. <coughs> yeah, yeah, that's all well and good, but you know, we, we, got, we got stuff to do. Stop playing and get over to the studio. Oh, and uh, I'm really starved, so you know what? I'm going to be ordering a pizza. What do you think? You think mushrooms? <coughs> So that's no on the mushrooms. Okay, got it. All right, come on over. Got a lot to get through, so hurry up, all right? Later. Wow, I should have been recording. That was probably the best material I ever got out of him. And welcome to For the Horde Radio, episode 29. Thank you very much for downloading and listening to all our old and our new listeners. If we have any new listeners, welcome and thank you very much for giving us a try. Hope everyone had a a very nice holiday and now we are into the new year and as such I had Auntie Ed had herself an idea yes it does happen I had an idea and it was to do for, for possibly a, an expo and the expo is gonna be about guilds because I've noticed this in emails that we get and just in general conversation with folks guilds mysterious Thing. Actually, not so mysterious, but here's what I'm looking for. If you are a guild leader or think your guild leader would be interested in this, I am interested in talking to you. I'd like, if you're a guild leader, I, I'd like to talk to you about your guild. Now, a couple of things. I don't care what kind of guild it is. If it's a hardcore raiding guild, if it's an RP guild, alliance horde, I don't care what faction you are because you know what? Guilds are all the same as far as, you know, the, the people and how things work and everything. So whatever faction, fine whatever type of guild fine the only thing i do ask is that you have 10 plus individual members of your guild if not more i'm putting that number kind of low because i know some rp guilds have very low numbers so you know don't want to exclude anybody but it can't be like you and a friend with 80 alts no that's not what i'm looking for i'm looking for if you have you know 10 individual people or more that you have your your guild going i would like to talk to you because i'm interested in asking questions and i'm sure our listeners would like to to listen and and because there's so many different types of guilds and it, like i said it's come up a couple of guild questions and guild things and folks sometimes not having out an easy time with their guild and other folks having a great time with their guild which is awesome and guild deaths and just so many different things so you know what i'm trying this and it will depend on any response i get so if you are interested send me an email at fthradio at gmail.com and let me know you're interested and uh, we'll chat we'll, we'll we'll chat we'll see what's up and i'll uh, go from there so trying a new thing we'll see how it works i think it could be kind of cool but with that put aside now on to the show See, I was kind of hoping that would go on for longer, but, you know, because I don't have much of a show to give you. No, that did that, that only bought us like three minutes, maybe. 
if that anyway so actually i have a question and i think i'm the only one who does this or, or i think i'm the only one who has this happen does anyone out there have a death knight that bugs the ever-loving crap at a darian mograin anyone let me tell you how this all started by the way because i have a death knight who does who, who lives for this who lives to bug the ever-loving crap out of darian but let me be go even before that because it started with arthas yes for the now, now most of you if not all of you have tried at least a death knight maybe you didn't get into him but i'm sure by now a good percentage of of you have tried a death knight and have gone through the starting area and this is where it happened with my death knight in the starting area when he first you know a little brand new shiny death knight and there he was and the first thing he did the first thing he did was go arthas arthas hi and he's jumping up and down in front of him waving his hi hi it's me it's me arthas and arthas didn't know quite what to make of him and let me tell you, Arth I, I gotta give credit where credit Man, I, I talked about this when this first came out. Arthas is patient. Arthas is extremely patient because my Death Knight was poking him repeatedly, pulling on his pant leg, because Arthas is 80 feet freaking tall suddenly, pulling on him, going, Arthas! Hello! Me, 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 me! He's pulling on his pant leg, pulling on that cloak is. And Arthas didn't once set him on fire. Or, or send a lightning bolt after him or anything. He just kept saying the four, the same four things over and over again to him. So Arthas, I gotta give credit for there, is patient to a degree. We will explain where the patience ran out. Because you see, he would send my Death Knight out to do things. As we all know, you, you, you're sent out to do things. And you go out to and you uh, collect arrows and kill peasants and whatever the heck else you gotta do. And every single time my Death Knight would return. Every single time the Death Knight would come back to Ebon Hold, he'd come running in. Arthas! You want to see what I can... Look at my new spell. You want to see what I can do? Wait, 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 wait. You're not looking! Wait! Look, look, look. I got Death Grip. Wait, watch what I can do. Wait, wait, wait. Arthas! Really annoying. Re and this is where Arthas... See, then Arthas started, like, getting really annoyed with him. The patience began to ebb a bit. And he sent him out. Then he started sending him out to, like, where all those, you know, humans are. Which, as an aside, I don't understand this. What Phase 2, let's call it, of the Death Knight sequence, opening sequence. There's Phase 1, where you're finding your feet, and you gotta go, and you do a couple of things, and then you go back up to Evan Hold, and you train, and, and they tell you, okay, go back down now. And when you go back down, things have changed. This is where you got your archers, and this is where you got your cowering peasants, and all this. And this is where they send you 80,000 times into the... Light's Hope Chapel Part 1, apparently. Uh, it kind of looks like that. They send you in there. Now, I know some people had an issue with the Death Knights, especially when they went after, you know, cowering peasants. They'd run up to them and they're, ah, they say they're a cower. What I don't understand is why, especially coming from Hordes. They're humans. Is this an issue? It'd been better if they were gnomes, but no, they're, they're humans. Where is their problem? I don't see this being a problem, honestly. I mean... Hey! <laughs> Some folks had an issue with that. I personally did not. I, I thought that was kind of fun. But anyway, we'll move on. So yeah, Arthas sent my Death Knight out to that place. Um, I think pretty, pretty sure that he was going to get his ass beat. In fact, he was kind of hoping for it, I think. He really, really was. Uh, unfortunately for Arthas, it did not happen. This did not occur. My Death Knight did return after going through, you know, 
what they sent him out to do, and he returns to Ebonhold, and he comes running in, and Arthas isn't there, because Arthas saw him coming up the hill, and he went, oh crap, I'm out of here, and I'm going down, you know what, he's going to come up here, I'm going down there, I'm going down to the hill down there, I'll catch you later, guys. So, here comes my Death Knight looking for him, and he's gone, he's out of there. Death Knight, my Death Knight has no idea what to do with himself, he gets his spells, he's all disheartened. He's got a little sad face on and everything. Goes back down. They send him back down. There's, there's Arthas. And let me tell you, Arthas was like rolling those, those dry ice eyes of his. Yes, he was. Because here comes my Death Knight all happy again. Oh, Arthas! You want to see what I can do? You know what I did? Oh, oh, I went into this building and I, and I had to torture information out of guards. And, and then I had to make a tree. And it was, it was a crappy tree, but I made it. And I hid behind the tree. And some, some guy came and I had to mug him and take his clothes. And he was naked and it was ugly. And I, then I came back and Arthas doesn't want to hear this. Okay. Arthas is losing his mind. So Arthas gets it in his head. Arthas thinks... That he's got the easy, like, you know what? I'm sending you, you know, you are so valuable a soldier to me. Uh-huh. Here, take this, this frost worm, which looks like a dragon, but they call it a frost worm. Fine. Take this and go out and, and kill a hundred humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and those ballistas, batistas, whatever the hell. Go get the things with the arrows. Yeah. You go take care of that for me. Yeah. Oh, I have all the confidence in you. <laughs> He's gonna get his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you'll be fine. Go, go, go. So there goes my death knight off on this. And he succeeds. You see, this is why we also figured out why the, uh, what are the Valkyrian maidens? They weren't showing up when he died either. They're supposed to, but they weren't. I know why. Because Arthas told him not to. Don't raise him. If he dies, don't you dare raise him. No. No, leave him dead. What a mistake this was. No, no, leave him dead. But once again, my death knight prevailed. And comes back to him. Arthas! Oh, God, no. You know what I did? I rode in a dragon, and I went in a circle, and I blew up things, and I got... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But at this point, Arthas is so had it with this with this kid. He's really had it. Really had it. So, he's got it all down. He says to, the, my, to my death knight, he says, You know what? <laughs> I can't take much more of you. You know what? Go to Light's Hope Chapel. You know, my general Darian's there. You go to him and and go fight over there. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I have no doubt in my mind you'll prevent. Go, go, go. Okay, and, and when I come back, we'll watch a movie, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll watch a movie when you come back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go, 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 go. Quickly, quickly. The, the battle's starting. Go, go, go. Sends my Death Knight off. And there he is, waiting with all the other Death Knights. And Darian. That really does... You know the best time I saw that? It, it was a it was a cool thing because it was new. Uh, it was the first time ever. And I think it was cool because I did a Death Knight. Not this particular one, but I did a Death Knight like a day or two after Wrath came out. I think everyone did. <laughs> that was the Hero Glass Death Knight, yeah. So I tried it. You know, and, and honestly, the whole sequence is not that hard to get through. It's, you know, the the it's I found a lot of fun, and I for one, and I know there's a lot of stuff coming out in this new upcoming patch that none of us are really looking forward to. Being hunters, especially, I am not looking forward to it. But there is one thing I am really looking forward to, and that is that you can roll Death Knight on any server on your account, provided you got a 55. I thought that's what they were gonna do initially. And maybe it's better that they didn't, because then it really would have been bad. So they kind of like let it wait, you know, two months, and now we're gonna let you do it. But because let me tell you, I had such a blast with that, and I t I kept killing my death knights just to do it, and I ended up with this one at the end. 
But the best time I ever saw that that whole bot was when it first came out because none of us knew what was going on. It was just like, wow, what's gonna happen? What's happening? And they build it up so beautifully. I mean, they just really charge you up. You got Darian screaming stuff. You got Undead coming up. You got, oh my God, we're gonna win the battle. And there was like, you know, 15 other players charging in. It was cool. It was utterly, utterly cool. Because I did it like later on and it was like me. And it wasn't nearly as cool when it's just you. It was still pretty cool, but it wasn't nearly as cool. But I digress. Let me get back to this annoying Death Knight of mine. So there he is with Darian and, and a couple other Death Knights. And they go running up to Light's Hope Chapel. You know the sequence. You know what's going to happen. Big epic battle. And somehow the Death Knights lose that one. Never 100% sure on that. Thank you. They can't enter or whatever. Fine. They lose. And we have the whole sequence with Darian. This is where it gets a little corny. Okay, it's lore, whatever, but I still thought it was a little um, just tipping on the scales of corniness just a pinch. Fine. And Arthur shows up again and then comes back for his speech with What's-His-Face with the Ashbringer. And this is what Arthur sees behind What's-His-Face, behind the, the paladin that he's talking to. This is what he sees. He sees my Death Knight jumping up and down, waving his hands, pointing to his wrist, going, Seven o'clock! I'll be over at seven! I'll bring popcorn! And Arthur sees this and goes, He's still alive. Oh, God. You know what? <laughs> I've had it with this kid. I, I can't. No, no. Oh, oh, ouch. Uh, yeah, the, the Ashbringer. Oh, you got me with the Ashbringer. I must retreat now to, to Ice Crown. Bye. Yeah, uh, Darian, <laughs> you take them all. Take that one especially. Enjoy. <laughs> Bye. See, oh, you know, we figured out, you know, we, there's a lot of talk about the Wrathgate. The whole, and those of you who have not done it yet... Wow. Again, I've mentioned that, and that's all I'm going to say again. Wow. But, you know, the Wrathgate, and if you haven't even done it, I'm sure a lot of you have snuck a peek. Maybe not all of you, but some of you I know have. You have gone on YouTube, you have gone on WoW website, and you have seen the cinematic. You have seen that cinematic. Not to give anything away to those who haven't seen it, but Arthas does come out, and you know, all they had to do was put my Death Knight out on a stick and hold it up to him. And that would have done Arthas in right there. He would have screamed. That's all you had to do with him. Just put him up there. And he'd go, I guess we didn't watch our movie. I got popcorn. You were going to bring guacamole dip. That's all they had to do. But so anyway, Arthas um, claims it was, you know, got nicked by the Ashbringer. He didn't get nicked by Squad. No, he just wanted to get away from my Death Knight. That's what it was. He just wanted to split from my Death Knight. So then he leaves, and there's, there's again, my, my clueless death knight not knowing, you know, going, Hey, does this mean we're still gonna, you know, I'm coming over Saturday, and we're gonna do silhouette paintings, right? We're gonna knit a sweater together, right? Right, Arthas? Oh, what am I gonna do now? My friend is gone. Who am I gonna hang out with? Who am I gonna come back and tell all these neat things I have done? And then Darian opens his mouth. Come, death knights, let us retake up and hold. My death knight goes up to him. Really? Yes. Here. Here is a two-handed weapon for you. Go forth and retake it. And he does. Comes back. Damn You know what I did? I went in there and and there were all these abom abominations. There were all these things. There was a really big abomination in the middle of the thing. Oh my god, he smelled so bad. But I, I took him out and it was great. It was, they had big chains that were yanking me back. And I went and I beat him up. And, and Darian don't know what to do with this guy. Darian's looking at him like, oh god. You know what? Go out into the world. Go. 
just just go so now my death night goes out into the world but you know you gotta come back home you gotta come back to Evan Ald to retrain and, and everything and let me tell you when he opens that death gate clocks stop in Evan Ald and all of a sudden man Darian starts feeling a chill and his horse wets himself and he goes oh no he's back and echoing throughout all of Heaven Hold, you can hear my Death Knight going, Darian! Look what I got, Darian! I got a new helmet! And I'm gonna look at all these new spells! I can do, you know what else I can do? I can summon a gargoyle and I can raise dead! It's so awesome! You're not looking! You're not looking! So I was just curious if anyone else out there had a Death Knight as annoying as mine, who goes and deliberately bugs the ever-loving crap out of Darian Mograine, which, by the way, sounds like a breakfast cereal. You know, there's poor Darian sitting there, eating breakfast, eating his deathos, and my death knight comes in, interrupted, goes and like plops a head in the middle of his bowl of cereal there. Right in the middle of the deathos, just plops a head. Darian! Look what I got, Darian! I got a head! I have to turn this head in. I didn't wash it yet, so it's Ew. Oh, you can eat around that. That's fine. Oh, he's got a, he's got an O in his eye. Poor Darian. You know, I gotta tell you though, uh, the Death Knight is looking forward to eventually when we get the ultimate instance, when we get up there and we have the ultimate instance with Arthas, eventually we're gonna have it, I know we will. When we get there, my Death Knight, and, and God, God help Arthas if he's, if, with my Death Knight's 80 and, and like ready to go in. Because let me tell you, he's gonna come in and Arthas is gonna be standing there at the last chamber of whatever stronghold this is and he's gonna feel a chill and it's gonna have nothing to do with the fact that he's an ice crown and he's going to hear very 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 far off in the distance my death knight Arthas! Arthas! and you're gonna see the chamber his chamber closed he's gonna be moving furniture in front of the door he's gonna be getting the barking dog on tape putting that up against the door so that my death knight can't come in that's all you have to do you just gotta get a real you know we had a whole fleet of these guys we can take down arthas no problem as a small aside there has been speculation as to what um the final battle with arthas should be and boy do i have a lot of ideas which blizzard won't do maybe they will maybe they will but personally on uh aside from my annoying death knight what i do think should happen personally in my own little heart here i think arthas should really be pissed at any other death knight in the party you go in there with a bunch of death because i mean let's face it you know they split they you know arthas left and one could say that well he he did the leaving first but the fact remains he would be plenty pissed at his death knights i think so i think something really special should happen to the death knights i i can't wait to see what they do. I don't know if I'll ever see what they do, but hey, I'll hear about it at least. <laughs> so I was just wondering if anyone else had a really annoying death night out there. Um, and and I do, and that's uh, that's about the size of it. There we go. And that will lead us into our first music break, because that's what we do at this time. So here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
Pajama Crisis with Defiance. And we are now going into our, our, as you know, this is where we go into our view from the barn. But I thought I should warn you before we launch into the section of view from the barn, Big V seems to have gotten himself a, a, a bit of a cold. So, you know, he may not quite sound like himself all the way. He may, he, he may sound a little different and you know on occasion you know when you have a cold you're just not all there so so he may go off in different directions but he does that sometimes so just wanted to warn you this view from the barn may be a little bit different Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff it's the view from the barn with your host Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Aye. I've got to tell you, these colds will kill you. You leave them alone long enough, they'll just take your life. They'll take it and they'll not give it back. Have you done anything for it? Yes. 
I killed myself several times. Okay. I'll tell you about it. Would you like to hear about this one? Why, why yes, I would. I, I, am, I am all bright-eyed and agog. All right, then. We'll try to ungog you here with this Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> try to use your mind's eye, your imagination. You've got to work it. You've got to work it and knead it and pound it into something that, that you want it to be. Your imagination doesn't work. You haul off and you pound it like dough. <laughs> Mold it with your hands. Sculpt it into something that's useful to you. Young men have no problem with this on certain subjects. <laughs> but, but we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. No, we're going to let the imagination not, take some place. Once again, yes, we'll go with the imagination on that one, definitely. All right. Here we go. Let, here's a question for you. Here's, here's a hypothetical question for you. You go to a park. You go to a county fair. You go to an outdoor concert or whatever. And you see the lady selling dipped apples. Caramel dipped apples. Right? She's got a stand there. She's got a stand and an umbrella. And she's got the little pot with the apples. And she dips the apples in the caramel. And she's selling them at the fair. All right. You see that? Yes. We're, we're punching the imagination right we're, in we're... the face, saying, <laughs> We're twisting it around and grabbing it by the hair and saying, you concentrate and picture this. All right. Okay. You also see, just a little ways off, you see a fully grown man, a fully grown man with his offspring. He's got the offspring in tow. One of, one of, his, one of his kids, he says, kids, his kid sees the caramel-dipped apple stand and he covets the treat. He wants it. He, he's a whaling bear that wants some dipped apples. Da, 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 can I have some? Nay, bugger off, you sticky little turd. You can't have no more sweets. Wah, wah, wah. You can picture it in your head, can't you? Yes, yes, you can. It's very, All right. very vivid. It's pretty normal, though. That's not something unusual. No. So far, no, I'd not say. So far, no, no. All right, well, this is what you see next. The fella there takes a deep breath. He braces himself on the, gr on the ground as if he's getting ready to start up a foot race. And he's all prepped for a fast start. And then some imaginary gun goes off somewhere that he or no one else does. And boom! He runs away from the bear. And he runs away from the little kid. And goes as fast as he can smack at the candy stand. The, 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 the caramel dipped apple stand. There's a little boy there. There's a little boy there that was next in line about to order his own. Smashes into the little boy, pushes him into the stand, steps on that, that poor little bugger, and then he climbs up over the, 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 the apple stand, and then he and then he pushes himself up bodily against the lady selling the dipped apples. Go on, give me, give me a dipped apple. Give me a dipped apple. Come on, here's my money. Give me a dipped apple. Well, she can't, of course. She'd like to, she can't even reach the thing. She can't reach the next apple in the row there for, for dipping in the caramel because he's got his chin rested on top of her head <laughs> and he's standing on her feet. <laughs> Meanwhile, the little boy gets up and, 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 and stands up and, and all he sees is the back of this, this, this the man's buttocks. Now, would, would, you, would, you, would you say that that sounds a bit daft? Would you say that that sounds just a little bit odd? Just a tad, yes. Aye. Yes. Huh? What kind of broke-brained lump of pure stupid on legs goes running up to a woman that's trying to suck it? And yet, what do you see every, every day in Azeroth? What do you see? The same bloody thing happening. The same bloody thing happening everywhere you go, whether it's the bank or, or the auction house, or you're just going to get your, 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 yourself uh, fixed up with the armor. Anyone that you go up to that's just trying to make a decent living, and all of a sudden, you're covered. Someone's standing right on top of you. 
It happens to me every time I go to check my mail. I can't even reach the mailbox. One second I'm reaching for it, and the next second my head's sticking straight up out of the Kolo's backside. You know, Some kind of puke pile rides up and just squats all over everything and everybody. <laughs> People don't watch where they're standing. People don't care where they're standing. If I was that tall, I don't think I'd want to, to, to just walk up over somebody else and have them suddenly staring at the inside of my belt buckle. Doesn't make any kind of sense. I don't know why people just can't stand to one side or back up just a tiny bit or wait their turn or go to the other side of the person or whatever and talk to them like a normal thing. Well, you don't have that. Although there is a solution. There's a solution, but it lies in Northerend. And I think it has to do with the Dalaran cooking achievement quest. There is a recipe you can buy, and the recipe is called Baby Spice. Ooh. And when you put it on somebody, they shrink. Cover everyone standing there in Baby Spice. So they shrink down. It lasts for about two minutes. They shrink down, and then you can check your mail. I like that kind of thinking. I do too. I, love I like it. it a lot. I wish there was a way to make it permanent. So the next time I run into some horse-faced bundle of stink, I can spray that stuff on him and watch him. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, I'm glad I talked to you about and it. I'm glad. Yes, yeah, it's another reason to get that dollar on cooking achievement. Here you go. Here you go. Ass pipe have a face full of this stink. And watch him shrink down. Ooh, that's, that's very good. That's very good. My new favorite word, ass pipe. Is it now? Yes. I don't know why that is. I can't for the life of me figure it out, but it uh, it just came to me at the it moment. It just came to you in the moment, okay. It did. Ass pipe's my favorite word. Okay. Yes. <coughs> oh, I've been, I'm, uh, I'm awful. I mean, it's just incredible. I, this cold flu thing is is, is weird, and, and the cough medicine they've got me on is... Oh. It, oh strange i i looked out my window this morning i was gonna go get the paper and i couldn't because there was a night elf dancing on my mailbox <laughs> and not you know, naked right hopefully not okay. <laughs> i couldn't quite see that far and i didn't want to get my glasses frankly but you know there's gnomes in the shrubbery it's just awful but it is keeping me uh, from coughing too much but did we'll see, see did you see the witch doctor I did, but, you know, I just can't reach the doorknob anymore. It's horrible. Oh, <laughs> that ain't good. Okay. No, but yeah, I'm digressing too much. I'm digressing too oh, much. Oh, that's natural. That happened. Uh, but I did figure out the death grip, so it's working better now. Good. Okay, good. Well, it, it was a horrible mistake, but I, I, I was enjoying death gripping large things so much. You know, I was running around Hellfire. I started death gripping anything large I could see, cause just because they're flying at you. I, I admit it, I, I died several times. I couldn't help it. I kept death gripping the Fell Reaver. <laughs> I tried that too. He doesn't. He doesn't fly though. No, but he gets awfully big really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I've given myself whiplash on a few occasions, just turning around. To, to, I try and catch him. I just know he's out there tiptoeing around. Yeah, you know, if you turn quickly enough, you'll see him up on his tiptoes, just kind of creeping up on you, and, <laughs> and then the, the ground will shake. Yeah, have you seen him when he roller skates? Yes, yes. I'm sure that somewhere he has a little disco ball that he brings out. For... And you could just hear that John Travolta going. Yeah. A little quiet, very, very faint, but you can almost catch it when he goes by. 
Uh, are you it, like still getting over the cold, or is this a new cold? I I don't know. This cough medicine's just it's pretty good. I mean, my my hack is is way down, but it's got me in a different world. I mean, well, it's the good stuff then. Well, I suppose so. I, I can't call it good good stuff when I got night elves dancing on my mailbox. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> you got night elves and gnomes hiding in the bushes. That's true. Gnomes hiding in the bushes. I went into Ogre Mar and, and I swear, I swear, I saw one of our guildies dancing on a mailbox. And I don't know how you feel about this, but <laughs> I think that you know we we do well by our people and we try and take care of each other and such and i don't like to see a, a guild mate out there ha- trying to dance on a mailbox for for coppers no no what does and the world come to really in my, in my younger days when i did play alliance and and i first seen the auction house i was desperate for money and i did try but <clears throat> It, I just couldn't demean myself to that level. <laughs> Plus, getting up on it, uh, a mailbox seemed to be near impossible. But uh, I'd left all that behind me, and you left and, it, yes. Yeah, and and discovered it was far easier just to be paid to put clothes on. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, in Mulgore it does get awfully hot, and and look at you, you're wearing that that armor, you know, that mail. I was young at the time, but, you know, what can you do? What can you do? <laughs> you, exactly. You had some of that moonberry juice. It just went right to the head. And uh, then all of a sudden you got three silver, you know, and I can see it at a time. But, you know, when we're trying to take care of our, our, our brothers and sisters in, in off the air, it's just it, it's unnecessary for these displays to be going on, I think. This is true. No mount is worth dancing on a mailbox that's true well except for that mechano hog oh (sighs) don't get me started on a mechano hog how's a tauren gonna dance for that kind of gold you need to mug people i think for that kind of gold i don't i I don't think mug comes into it i think you need some sort of thermonuclear device and hold whole continents to ransom Or maybe a server farm at Blizzard would get you there. I actually did finally see one. I saw a Mechanohog that, in, that, in Dalaran. Dalaran, that one guy that just hangs up there idling it's his probably, bike and blipping the throttle every now and then. It's probably I the just same guy. It. <laughs> yeah. It's just one guy, you know, he just turns it around every now and then. And it's like your typical Harley guy. He just sits there polishing the chrome, never takes it out for a ride, you know, polishing the chrome on it, you know, getting it just right, adjusting his chaps. <laughs> and, oh, don't get me started on the chaps. Why? Well, I mean, you know, you're riding, you need some pr- protection on your legs with leather, but well, don't you need it on your ass? <laughs> But he's out there just polishing his mechano hog. You know, what can you say? I mean, it leads into a lot of interesting jokes, but I'm not going to go there. Matter of fact, I think I probably need some more cough syrup now. So <laughs> give me a minute or two while I get some more cough syrup. Okay. And <laughs> I'll be back in a moment. Uh, uh, uh. All right. So I am learning to actually hate the Kodo now. To hate the Kodo? I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm hating the Kodo now. I don't like him anymore. Why not? What did they well, do? Well, I, I, I keep dying because of, like, my Kodo mount, the 
like I always, I always go for funny, something funny. So bag of bones horse, I think that 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 would be funny for a tournament to go around. That would be awesome. Like I got giant swords and plate armor. Here we go. I'm on a bag of bones. Oh, fun. Okay, this is kind of funny. It's like purple. Let's make it purple or pink. Yeah. Well, that's gonna happen in the future. That's gonna happen soon. They're, they're all like now. They're all like cool colors, like black and red and. Are they? Well, the other mounts, like flying mounts, I see like oh, dark okay. purple and blue. I want like pink. That'd be funny. A giant Torin rescuing you on a pink, pink thing here. <laughs> I think I just think that would be funny. It would be that on would a big peacock. Right there you go. I, well, I'm not gonna go for the peacock because I don't want to grind all that rap. That's too much for the joke. Another reason I'm hating the Kodo is I, I think I told you I got pinned between a wall. You got pinned. I got, yeah, I was riding my Kodo in whatever desert they're called. I can't pronounce that word. I don't want to. So I'm riding up the mountain near the bugs. I'm going up little, um, I think they're like, they look like planks or something. So I'm going up those and all of a sudden I drop down and get my Kodo gets lodged in between the wall and the board. And the mobs come and kill me before I could de-click and get off the Kodo. I, I was dazed and dead. Oh no. Hey, death by Kodo. Yeah, I ha it's so far it's happened three times. That's one of them. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad. It's, it's it's partly my fault, but I blame the Kodo because. Well, of course, you gotta blame the You can't blame yourself. Yeah, it's no. not my fault. I'm perfect. Come on, exactly. oh my God, I'm big. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame yourself. No, it's the Kodo's fault. Big damn yeah, Kodo. Totally. And once you know, once you're dazed, you're pretty much dead. Yeah. You you know that. Yes, I do. <laughs> I've had it oh, great, I'm dazed. Oh, boy. And then I set down my totem. Oh, wait, I'm a warrior? No, but really. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Oh, what's that spell called? What's that ability called? A hamstring. I hamstring him. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. We get webbed to the ground. You're like, screw this. Oh, yeah. Yep. I hate how you can't get out of it. I mean, you think it's so easy to get out of a web. You're like, come on, feet. Is, I mean, yeah, how hard can a web be? But yeah, this is like super web. I can't have a block of ice. I mean, I'm trapped in the block. I get my like mace and like start chipping it. Come on, am I smart? No, <laughs> Makoto. I'm a... So another um, way I died from the Kodo was like, the same desert. And there's that main place, Warsong something. I'm going up the like plank elevator and it goes up and stuff. So I come from the flight path. I'm like, oh... Elevator's not here yet, and I hit a wall of lag while I was on my Kodo, alright? Uh -oh. I hit a wall of lag, and I fell, and fell, cause, oh. <laughs> yeah, I fell through the elevator, and I fell, and fell, and died. I blame Kodo, <laughs> cause yeah. if I was not on the Kodo, I wouldn't be going that fast, and I could stop. That happened twice, mm -hmm. so that's, those are both that. I think if you die on your mount, your mount should die with. Yeah, come on. Well, I don't want to buy another one. Come well, on. You shouldn't have to buy another one. No, no. But you should see, like, at least the skeleton of it. Like, your skeleton. <laughs> and then the Kodo. And the Kodo skeleton. What's that, a drama? Let me pick that up. Oh, here. <laughs> right? Oh, we'll just put that back on you. I mean, obviously, you shouldn't have to rebuy the mount, because that's just cruel. Yeah, that's uh, horrible. <laughs> that would be a horrible thing. But just to see the bones of it if you die on your mount. Although the skeleton horse would really be disappointing. Yeah, it's just less the same. Oh, look, it's not on fire anymore. Oh, well. Pretty much, that um, would be it. And I just got this thought. I want, how how do you bring out this giant mount? That you carry in your pocket. Yeah, I carry in your backpack. And you can only carry one soul shard at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Not at a time, like in a stack. Like, what is this? Yeah, they don't stack, but you can carry a full Kodo beast in your pocket. Whoa, 
Now you have, now you can summon him. It doesn't take your inventory, but he used to. He used to. It's right. He used to. <clears throat> I'm I'm sitting around in Shatraf, and I'm about to go cook for the one hundred thousandth time. It seems because you know what I'm trying to get that cake. It is a lie. I swear it is a lie. So I have said so many times as I go up to that rock and I say, okay, all right, you want me to go back out and cook over that fire out in the Grand again? I mean, this is getting a little old. I mean, how many cleft hoof can you actually eat in this soup? All right, okay, I'll go, I'll go, fine. So I go out there, and it's like, all right, you know, I'll run around, and I'll I'll bop on some uh, some some cleft hoof, and I'll, you know, stare at some pretty fire to, with, the go- with the cool goggles. I mean, it, at least that's that's cool. You know, you're, you're out there, you put the goggles on, you see the little portrait, and it's like, hey, man, I'm styling. Yeah. <laughs> So then it's always over to the fire, you know, kill a few ghosts, cook up a few meat, and back to the rock. It's like, okay, this time, you know, it's, it's like the old Rocky and Bullwinkle commercial, you know. Hey, Rocky! You know, hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? But that trick never works. This time for sure. <laughs> oh, must have got the wrong hat. Now for something we hope you'll really like. Okay, so I'm here, I'm at the Rocky, and say, okay, this time for sure. This time it's going to be chocolate cake, chocolate cake. What do you mean, just a little more cleft hoof? I don't, I just can't <laughs> getting all the cleft I don't need any more cleft hoof. Uh, so, I tell you, that, and of course, you know, being, they introduced achievements into the game. And of course, now, you know, it appeals to my obsessive compulsive side. I never got into, you know, I, I did the whole D&D thing. I did all the, you know, the the uh, the, the war games and the, the, the other games, but I never got into collectible card games. And you know why? Because I... I'm just compulsive enough to have that gotta have them all that would have been me if i'd if i'd been young and got into pokemon you know gotta have them all that would have been me fortunately i stayed away from it never 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 okay fine but then blizzard introduced achievements so now i'm saying okay me not a pvp'er just not into it so okay so i, I immediately put those away so i'm not going to worry about that but the cooking achievements ah now there's something i can fry up some eggs i can do this i can do that but i can't do the cake unless i get the recipe Great. All right, so here I am, cooking, cooking, cooking. I swear that rock has it in for me. You know, I'm never going to get it. And then Christmas Eve. A little I, light shown? And, a and... little, uh, you know, it's like you know, th- that little star out in the distance while it was shining down. And, you know, the cake was not a lie. I actually got the recipe on Christmas Eve. And, and you know, you got to wonder, did they mess around with the probabilities as a little... Christmas uh, bonus gift. I've often wondered that. I recruited a friend to the game, and I gotta tell you, that triple experience that you get when you're adventuring with them is primo. And also a 10% bonus to your reputation when you you, uh, get gain rep with various factions. But it actually has an interesting side effect that's kind of not as good, and and, and this more applies to somebody uh, that, you know, the guy I recruited in hadn't done any, uh, any kind of this kind of game before so i mean we're talking the ultimate noob and i don't mean that in a in a derogatory sense but just you know he was a newbie and and so you really after you i've been playing for you know almost two years now and and it's just it's amazing how much you forget you didn't know way back then (laughs) and so i'm like okay you know no don't take two steps and turn a step to the left and then take two more steps you hold the w key down and then hit the (laughs) a and d key as it's like oh 
you don't know pain until you watch somebody like that try and go up the 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 ramp in Ogremar. You know, oh. to the fight point. It's like step, step, bonk, turn. Step, step, bonk, turn. It's like, oh man, is he ever going to make it up here? No, don't fall off. No. <laughs> oh, come up again. No. So I uh, went to the auction house, and I uh, decided to do some do some work and learn uh, learn a little bit about the auction house. And so I'm going to give you some of my my tools and rules and tricks to using the auction house. So number one, get a mule. A mule is a low-level character that you can place on the server right at the mailbox. You can mail things to. They can run to the auction house whenever they want to, and they can just go back and forth, and that's all they do. Do they have clothing on? or? Oh, yeah, she has clothing okay. on, and it's okay. a girl because I find it amazing how many people just give you stuff when you have a female character. Isn't it, now? Yeah, my, my, my main's a male, so yeah, it, it really blew me away when I made the mule. Is she a blood elf? Oh, no. she's a, Really? She's an orc. Really? Yes. That's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> because I know the troll don't get anything handed to her. Well, at least not anymore she does. She, no, really? <laughs> not really. Uh, no, nobody was willing to give the troll anything when she was growing up. <laughs> so. Well, you know, the female orc, I mean, besides the, you know, the butterface, she's not that bad. If I had to choose, yeah, I think I'd have to go with the Blood Elf first. The thing is, yeah, no, okay, Undead's last on the list. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 I don't want to, you know, and bits falling, no, mm-mm, bits falling no, off, and no, no, no. That, no. that spine sticking up out of everything, yes. yeah, nah. Leprosy, all my parts are falling off of me. I'm not half the man I used to be. All right. <laughs> But now, see, after that, I like I like the uh, the orc females. The orc females don't look that bad. Uh, then the trolls, then the tauren, then the undead. I'm not even going to mess with the alliance. I don't even want to mess with them. We won't go there. Yes, thank you. We won't even go there. That's fine. <laughs> Another thing I found out when uh, when working the auction, download Auctioneer. Auctioneer is a wonderful add-on because when you do when you download at Auctioneer, what you do is you go to the auction house and you scan all the available auctions. You do this a few times, like, you know, over the course of a week or something like that, and you it, it builds a database in Auctioneer mm-hmm. to tell you how much things are selling for. So when you go in there to put prices and, and put things up for auction and put prices on them, it'll give you a ballpark estimate on how much you should put it up, up there for. You always have to run the scans. And the problem with that is, though, it does take a while. Well, the scans usually depends on the speed, of course, of your connection, but usually 10 minutes tops. To run a scan of everything, and you know, go all you make do- a sandwich. And- yeah, go make a sandwich. Come back in, push the jump button, so you don't, you know, log out. <laughs> Cruel joke. Disconnect while you're scanning. <laughs> That's yeah. horrible. That's the next point. Always set the time limit for 48 hours. Really? Always set it for 48 hours. That way, the main reason why I say to do that is because of the next point, which is try to auction most of your stuff on the weekends, because that's when most of your gamers are on, mm-hmm. is on the weekends. So if you put up an auction for 12 hours you know on friday afternoon by the time the gang gets there on saturday it's already done and if nobody bought it then you got it and you just wasted however much gold silver to put it up there for auction so if you put it up for 48 hours just in case over the course of the weekend somebody comes up with a need for that item they actually have a better chance of getting it i try to get all my scans done during the week and throw the uh, throw the auctions up on Friday afternoon, Friday evening, and let it go for the whole weekend. And if it if it doesn't make it the whole weekend, fine. If it makes it the whole weekend, then I know that at least 
the money that I paid to put it up for auction wasn't wasted. Right. You, you got at least your money's worth. Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing that makes you cringe, especially those high-level items. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those level, you know, 78, 79 items. You know, you got to put that thing up for auction. And it's like three gold. Oh, come on. <laughs> Just to put it up. Oh. Just to put it up, but if it doesn't sell. <sighs> oh, but it's, this... it's so nice with the mule, though, because I'm watching the mules gold levels go up and up and up and up because she'll that's do also, everything at once and all the gold all basically all my means gold is on the mule and that's a way a nice way to keep it away from you exactly so you won't Your spend main. it very mm-hmm. good point yep because i'm bad that way really bad that way it's like oh i need this Mm-hmm. yeah you get that whole uh what is it, what is it called um impulse buy Yes. Yes. So you know, yeah. you go into the toy store in Dalaran. It's like I have got to get this train set. <laughs> I have got to get it. No, <laughs> not really. You have to think about not it. Not really. Is that stuff I was supposed to be saving for? That armor? You know, the stuff that'll help me? Yeah, but the train set. It makes you go woo woo. Come on. <laughs> One more thing. Yes. And if you take the time to level level your mule, go ahead and put it enchanting on it. Because that way, if as, as it gets higher and higher and higher, when you send stuff to your mule, you can just go ahead and disenchant it for the mats and put those up, and you'll get a better price that way. Mm-hmm. Good point. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, look at this useful stuff. I love it. <laughs> and, and it's so rare here. <laughs> it's so rare. We have useful information. I love this. This is awesome. <laughs> What am I doing? What am I doing? Wintergrasp! Have you have you looked at Wintergrasp yet? I have not, no. I, I mean, what more do you want except for smashing buildings down? Well, that's pretty cool. You, you, gotta, you can actually go there um, when you're not 80 yet um, and just hop in a vehicle uh, and tool around and catapult burning people to pieces. That's lots of fun. The, the catapult, you know, um, in that big evil cinematic we don't talk about because we don't give people spoilers, like the catapults they use then? Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you can tool around in one of those and, and throw barrels of Scourge Plague at people and, and burn them. Ooh. It's like the first one you unlock after you get your first promotion, and yeah, it's uh, really fast but really weak. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's good fun. You tool around in that. that. Well, I guess, do you know much about the entire zone to start with? For me, no. <laughs> I have not been out there. I know it's a giant PvP thing. The first time I went to Wintergrass, right, um, flying over there because I was trying to take a shortcut to Shalazar Basin from Dalaran. So, you know, you jump out the little pipe in, in Dalaran and you go for your little fly and you're like, Wee, I didn't fall and go splat! Um, flappy flapping along, you get over Wintergrass because otherwise you have to fly all around, way around through Ice Crown or, or down through Borean and all that. And all of a sudden it pops up with this icon. It's like, whoa, what's that? No fly zone! Oh, you've got to be joking me. Oh, no. So, yeah. Um, uh, the problem was I was so far up I couldn't see the ground at the time. So... <laughs> Dive, dive! Ooh. Ended up making it like close enough that I didn't die when I fell to the ground. Yeah, didn't didn't go splat, so that's a plus. Uh, but then I was trapped there, and I didn't know there's a, there's a fly path right. It's like for the horde top left hand corner. But no one told me this, and and uh, this is pretty. You know, we've just been fresh 80s, so this was like a week after Wrath came out. No one was around who could tell us that. So I'm kind of running around going, oh god, how do I get out of this place? Uh, I ended up on. Uh, have you been to Shalazar much yet? I don't know. <laughs> it's the, the green place with Nessing Tree. Oh, yes, then I have. Yes, in fact, I have. Yes, the green place. That's, that's the, the best green, place you to describe. You have to describe it, yes. The Nessing Way place, yeah. the green. Yes, I have been there. I've been yep. all over there. And, and in fact, I should ask you, how much have you done of Nessing Because it's not a pain in the ass for once. It's not. I completed the uh, the achievement. Oh, you got to ride the rhino? Yeah. 
Oh, the elephant or the whatever elephant. it was? How much fun is that? That was fun. Riding around that. And, and you get um, Nesting Murray riding shotgun. There is a, a zone, um, a part of Sholazar, that, that's like the avalanche from Ice Crown. Um, and that's that's why part of Sholazar is dying, which is, you know, a big spoiler, I guess. But hey, you'll cope. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's there's that avalanche there. But I was actually thinking of the wrong area, so so I shouldn't have really started bringing that up, I guess. No, I know where you're talking about. Is that where the big giant, um, the giant lady is? The giant titan? Yeah, Freya. Yeah, she's... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm on the last part of that chain where you got to release the, the ultimate weapon. Oh, you're going to love it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I you had that the, look to it, and I said, I gotta save this for later. Gotta do it, it's so much fun. Um, you go through the portal um, to, to find this ultimate weapon, and do you know, want to know where you end up? I know where I end up. Yeah, I did that part already. Yeah, Ungaro Crater, how yeah. cool was that? Well, I was really I was disappointed. Like, really? I was that, disappointed. That well, that was Unguru of all places. It's like, go to this place, this is ancient land, this mystic to find this ultimate weapon. It's freaking Unguru. <laughs> but but it is mystical and, and no one knows really much about it because no fricker will go there that's true because we can't stand the guru exactly so you're right. although it is fun going back and killing the dinosaurs again but yeah wintergrass yes thousand million topics back um <laughs> in the end uh, i couldn't find the way out i didn't know there was a flight path so i've run most of the zone over and i've ended up um where it borders to uh Shalazar and borean and going, well, screw it, I'll see if I can make my way down, because you can't mount on a flying mount there once, once you dismounted. It's a no-fly zone. So there was no way for me to get down that I knew of, so I ended up sliding down the cliff and, and getting splattered horribly in, you know, giant red smear all over half of Borean Tundra. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I didn't even expect it either. I thought I might be able to, you know, leap down a little bit at a time and live. So I didn't take my armor off or anything, so that was a bit of a repair bill. Going back to Sholazar. Uh, Puppy Men or uh, Melox? See, I look, there's the Gorlocks, you know, the... Yep, the Gorlocks. The, the, the Murlocks the on lock. crack. Actually, the Gremlins on crack is what I... Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the Beaver people. I haven't completed, I was told now that you have to do, you have to go through the Beaver The Quest Chain. The Quest Chain, and I haven't reached the point where I get to choose yet. You, you do a section for the Puppy Man, and then you do a section for the the Gorlocks, the, the, the Gremlins on crack. Um, and then after that, you do this one last elite quest where you got to lay the smack down on a, a Lich. And while you're doing that, you know how you're, you're like that Puppy Man slave for a while? Yeah, that's the part he's of like, that. you're my slave now. Um, it's it's a choice between him and the, the Gorlock that you work with, who's really cool. Um, and, and one of them will, both of them will attack you at one stage. And you have to kill one of them to finish the boss off. So it's a case of whichever one you don't kill is the one you can ally yourself with. Well, I don't really think they make it that hard a choice because let me tell you, these beaver people, you, I want to kill them right now. <laughs> with this guy, with this guy, you know, you know, you stupid drone, you just stand there, I'll do all the work. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, you're doing everything. I'm doing everything. It's like, oh man, they're not making this a hard choice. Have, have they made not... you chase the chickens yet? No. You, get to, you have to go chicken chasing. All their chickens get out, and they're like, go get our chickens back. They had me. This was, like, for me, horrible. And also, not really winning me over with <laughs> the beaver men um, was when you poked the baby gorillas. Yes. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> why did I think? Why am I not shocked that you're laughing about that? <laughs> Oh, it was great. I'm like, yeah, you poked the gorilla. 
<laughs> I'd go back and do it again if I could. Oh, that's terrible! <laughs> These baby so gorillas fun. with the big eyes are so cute, and it's like I have to. And they like, and they run away until the big gorilla comes out, and then you get to kill her. It's like this is just yeah. wrong. To cap it off, you're beating up babies, and then to cap it all off, you're killing their mother in front of them. Exactly. This is wrong. <laughs> I think Blizzard are very much anti-Peter. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> They are, I swear to God. They need to come out with, like, you gotta steal pups, you gotta kill yeah. mothers in front of their children Go. crying. Where were we? Where were we? We were talking about wintergrass, wintergrass. Wintergrass, yes, that's right. And bloody um, corpse sliding down the side and. Decorating. You know, like in England, there's that giant chalk man thing and the chalk horse and all that? Mm. I, I did a corpse bloody smeared on the hill, though, <laughs> oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Past couple days I've been going crazy because I decided, hey, I'm going to get the classic Dungeon Master achievement. Figure one, why the hell not? I'm level 80. I can run through these things naked if I wanted to, and, which would probably scare most of them, but hey. That, that I love that um, as being like a battle tactic. Run naked <laughs> through... And scare, especially because if I'm not correct, your Death Knight is a torrent. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That would definitely do it. You know, a, a, an undead torrent running a through? Beef charging through, yeah. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> that would totally, like, make them run screaming. You'd go to the end of the instance and all the every mob would be there huddled. You could just do a great AOE on all of them right there and it'd be the end of it. One of the dungeons, though, that threw me off was Mara Dune. Have you ever been in that one? I don't think so. See, here's the thing. I don't think anybody's been in there. <laughs> I mean, like, nobody. You were taking the plastic off NPCs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like, holy crap. It's it's out in Desolus, and the only reason I knew that instance was there is because I decided to go out to Desolus just to see what the hell was there one time and found out that it's a whole lot of nothing. So yeah. the zone is named very well. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, going to Mara Dune. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is centered around the centaurs. Silly me. <laughs> what, whatever would make you think that? Yeah, you know, it's in the middle of a centaur camp. <laughs> okay, you go in, you see the ghosts of, like, the first cons. I guess that's what they name their leaders. But, okay, you go in, and it's a maze to find the friggin' door. Isn't that nice? <laughs> old school, old school. <laughs> Very old school, yeah, you know... It was like walking up to mobs going, uh, do you know where the entrance to the entrance <laughs> thing is? The big swirling portal. Stop hitting me! So I finally get in the thing. Is, uh, are there bad centaurs in there? Yes, but they're, lo and behold, tons of satyrs. Which makes perfect sense. Which makes perfect of sense. Course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> makes no sense at all. Because, okay, where do the satyrs come from? They're corrupted night elves that decided that they like nasty demon things. Okay, so I plow my way through, and eventually you find out the story of the joint that, uh, as you get deeper and deeper in, you find out that this whole area has been corrupted because, I can't think of the guy's name, but he's one of those bizarre, gigantic centaur things where one arm is made out of wood and he has the stag horns on the top of his head. Do you know what I'm talking about? I believe I do, yes. Yeah, okay. I know Scenarius is the big one. He's like, yeah. you know, 
the hippie night elf tree god. Well, anyway, I, I guess you get down there and you find out that one of his sons decided that he fell in love with this earthen princess and was gonna have kids with them, and their children became the centaur. And apparently this evil princess, because she was violent and mean and everything, that's how the kids turned out, so the centaur were corrupted from birth. Okay, fine. But once again, it's kind of like, why don't the Tauren have their... In aren't these... Aren't the centaur the, like, hated enemies of the Tauren? Yeah, they are, Shouldn't actually. that have been a Tauren instance? But, but no. no, it's freaking night elves again. Purple pointy-eared bastards. Good lord. With the glowing Throw us a freaking bone here. <laughs> Cow love, damn it. Cow yeah. love. No kidding. So I figure, okay, you know, I'm in here for the achievement. I don't care about the story. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm foaming at the mouth. I don't care about the story. Yeah, sure. <laughs> beating up on everything just on principle. So it, you get to a certain point, and all of a sudden it becomes wailing caverns on steroids because there are like multiple tiered ramps going all over the place, and it's huge. Waterfalls and stone giants. At least I'm looking at this going, man, I wouldn't want to do this five, man, on, for real. You know, as a level 80, I'm running through here. Hi, Mr. Giant. Whap! Stay down. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. Yeah, exactly. You looked at me funny. I would look it over there. I don't care. Yeah, I find the right ramp, go charging up, and it's, oh, it was the Grave of Remulos. That was the guy's name. Now, how insulting is this? You charge up this hill. I'm expecting, like, this big, serene area. It's pretty. It's grass, you know, has flowers and everything. You know, the nature hippie thing. But what do you see sticking out of the ground? Two giant antlers. It's like they couldn't pay to have the guy buried all the way. <laughs> I was expecting to come up there and see, like, the top part of his head sticking out of the ground. Like, good Lord. Well, you see, they needed to hang their laundry, so what they do is they, they <laughs> hang a stream between the handlers when, you know, nobody's there. Oh, but, uh, okay, so I finally get up to the top of the hill, and I see this, and I'm like, oh, boy, isn't that a big middle finger to a god? Bury his kid halfway. All right. And then, all of a sudden, you see this princess. Now... Okay, I've, I know some of the lore. I know Cenarius, you know, hippie night elf god, married a loon, I think, who's like their, you know, moon priestess goddess, and, you know, she's beautiful. And then I see this thing. Okay, first off, I'll give Blizzard this. You never see this model anywhere else in the game. So it's completely unique to this instance. Here's the downside to this. There's a good reason why you never see this model anywhere else in the game. <laughs> Imagine an 800-pound woman wearing a bikini walking in Japanese sandals. She has tusks and three faces. Now, that sounds... No, it doesn't sound cool. That sounds disgusting. No, that doesn't sound cool. No, I mean, that, that's, that's like birth control ad right there. Slap <laughs> that on. Sex drive, gone. You know what I mean? So first off, I'm shocked that they don't bury this poor dead guy all the way. And then when I ride up there and look, and I see, okay, yeah, no wonder they didn't bury him. They were running from the widow. <laughs> quick, cover him up, quick. He's buried it up. Run. <laughs> She's checking me out, man. Let's get out of here. You know, how do people fight this mob without laughing? Because the first thought in my mind was, yeah, I know how to take her out. I throw a Twinkie off the edge here, and she charges off after it, and then dead. <laughs> Done. We're good. There's a Twinkie. Go get it. Yeah, now I gotta do this. Yeah. <laughs> I have got to do this. Just for no other reason is to see this end boss. Oh my lord. So, okay, I, I figured, 
Oh, boy. I, I really didn't want to get my hand. I didn't want to touch her. That's how disgusting she looked. <laughs> That's Just pretty bad. And, you're, and, and this is from a death knight. Yeah. <laughs> this is from a guy who raises corpses and things out of the ground. And didn't want to I'd, hang out with my, I'd hang out with my goal over this lady. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, hey, man, your stomach fell out again. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, you like shiny? I do, too. All right, we're good. <laughs> Just, so I, I walk up. And I, I was very happy that I have a harpoon for a weapon, because it looked like I was hitting a whale. So I run up, jabber, and then I summon Army of the Dead and let them do the dirty work. You know, I wasn't... You know, <laughs> I, ain't get, okay. I ain't meleeing this chick, no. <laughs> I've done my damage, you get her. I get the achievement, all done. Whee! Whee! All right, that's almost the last dungeon I need, okay. And then comes the new challenge. Finding my way out of there. <laughs> old school. Old school, old school, old school. Which basically means you have to run all the way back. I, that, that, that instance is insane. I have to say this. It, it's entertaining getting these lower level dungeon achievements. Because I'm seeing things that I've never seen before. You know, like all three wings of Dire Maul figure, all right, let's do the third wing. I've never seen the third wing. Third wing is all ogres. I charge through all the ogres and get up to the end, and there's like this big fat, well, they're all fat. All big ogres. One of the side bosses, I can't remember his name, but I remember his title, The Drunk. This guy, he does drunken spit, and you get the full drunk, and it stays that way until it wears off. Because there I was staggering through the rest of uh, Dire Maul going, I'm dead, and I'm drunk, and I'm fighting ogres. What's wrong with this? <laughs> I'm not killing you guys for the achievement anymore. I'm doing it because I have a hangover and I want you to shut up! <laughs> yeah, because they always got to say something brilliant. <laughs> all NPCs have got to say something really brilliant all the time, so... Mm, me smash puny Torrin. Me kick fat ass. You need to shut up. <laughs> oh, why don't they have that as a battle cry? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The, the one thing that's nifty about that, when you finally get to, like, the last big ogre at the back, you beat the tar out of him. He's like King Gordok or something. Beat him senseless, and he has somebody called the advisor behind him. Once you kill the king, the advisor stops attacking you and tells you to go talk to this other guy. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, dude, you better have Alka-Seltzer and an aspirin, or I'm kicking his ass, too. <laughs> so and I walk up to this other guy, and all of a sudden I find out I'm the king of Dire Maul now. I'm the king of hundreds and hundreds of Chris Farley clones. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody for me. Oh, yay. Yeah, just when I wanted to, you know. Once this hangover's done, I'm so having you guys, like, dress up and have you do river dance out in front of Teldrassel. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I got Patch of Frost. We'll just all stand in front of the tree and just do that, and we'll watch it fall over from the shock. How about that? <laughs> Could you picture, like, 300 ogres doing a kick line? How about that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One. Singular sensation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but they better not wear them loincloths when they're doing that. That's the only thing I got to say. Well, they have to. We're trying to shock the night elves, and if that doesn't do it. <laughs> Nothing will. That would shock a lot more than the night elves. Man, those walking trees would blush at that, I think. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, the Teldrassel, you know, the, the tree itself gets up and runs screaming. There you go. Well, just like it used to in Warcraft 3, they used to, the buildings used to be able to, like, get up and move. That's what it would do. It would get up and just, like, split. Get up and, okay, I'm done. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. i got to go plant roots elsewhere. You guys enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was.
was viewed from the barn with a very disorientated Big V. You know, I would almost say that it didn't even sound like Big V, did it? You know, he, Big V just didn't quite sound like himself. But, you know, again, hey, when you got a cold, that's what happens. And on that note, I think we're just going to go into our second music break. Because I think we need a little bit of music. Twinkies from a vending machine Will guarantee that your code work is clean You don't need knowledge or high self-esteem Hit you like a big lightning bolt, and you'll have working code by the dawn's early light. Your fingers tired, it's getting late. On IRC, there's a lively debate. You tell the Emacs guru that you'd rather die. Write a single line of code in the eye With ramen noodles and some joke You'll be up all through the night And the answers will hit you like a big lightning bolt And you'll have working code by the dawn's early Shows up in the morning And he says Do you have some code for me? You say it's all done It is completed But your manager asks If it compiles on NT Ramen noodles and some joke up all through the night and the answers will hit you like a big lightning bolt and you'll have working code by the dawn's early light with ramen noodles and some joke you'll be up all through the night and the answers will hit you like a big lightning bolt
And that was Beige with Noodles, another fine selection from Pajama Crisis, as all our music on this show has been brought to you by Pajama Crisis. And many more fine selections await you at pajamacrisis.org, which, of course, we will have linked on our website. Hey, Zog! Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. I got it. Oh, I don't do this nearly enough. I wish I didn't have lungs, so this would be so much easier. Poisonous gas, dragon flame, and where's that fire squad I called? God, people are so lazy today. Oh, oh my jaw fell off. There we go. Oh, there we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just escaped Wrathgate. Not a pleasant experience, let me tell you. Now, I know, being undead and all, you're all gonna look at me and go, were you with the Royal Apothecary Society? Well, yeah, I'll explain that in a bit. But first, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Yours of Blog. Hope you all enjoyed your holidays. I know I did. Plenty of Zog and Flog and Elixir all around. Now, in my travels, well, vacation rather, enjoying a nice beach, sunny, not like Northrend at all, besides the point, I received an email from the one and only Jebdo. And it said, hello, Zog of XP. Mighty long time since you've received an email of your own, and since the subject applies to you directly anyways, I thought I'd ask about it. First things first, are you a member of the Royal Apothecary Society? Well, see, told you this would come up. If the answer is yes, I condemn you to death as low and pitiful as the last bunny squished by Big Thief for tarnishing the Horde's reputation. Why, thank you. If the answer is no, then I ask of you, why should we, the Horde, continue to trust Sylvanus? Was no secret that she herself founded the society and began the efforts into researching what we today now call the Blight. I personally believe when uh, her when she claims that the Putris was not working with her and that his coup with Verimathris was not part of her plans, Thus, her fiery hatred towards her betrayers and displaying during the retaking of the Undercity. I also believe, however, that her own plans do not stray very far from those of the Petrus. Thrall will never excommunicate the entire Forsaken Nation for such a reason. It would cost him too many allies. I agree with our Warchief, yet I find myself asking, how many of the Forsaken are loyal enough to follow Sylvanus when she decides that the Horde is no longer convenient for her alliance? This leads to another pressing matter. You. And by you, he means me. Zog of XP, where do your loyalties lie? Will you follow your Dark Lady, the Banshee Queen, to whom you owe your entire freedom of body and mind, and you eternally owe? Or will you follow Thrall, Karn, Vol'jin, your brothers-in-arms, as well as Antiet and Big V and Zathras, and the rest of off the air guild, including myself, with whom you fought side by side for noble causes? The Forsaken can never hope to defeat the Scourge by themselves, and yet their only goal is to see the end of Arthas and his followers, then end the living, who treat them no better than the Scourge itself. The harder you fight with us, the sooner uh, we will destroy Arthas or die trying. So, here is your choice. Fight against your own savior and leader, one of your own kind, almost kin, or fight against your own brothers with whom you fought valiantly enough to have saved both this planet and another multiple times. Choose wisely. Sincerely, 
Gendo. P.S. Hope you enjoyed my gift. Well, for one, I most thoroughly enjoyed the gift. For two, let me just clear this out of the way here. I was fortunate enough to be recording during my little intervention in Wrathgate, which, by the way, was completely ignored and wiped out by Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, I know you all watch the audio there. You're all thinking, wow, this is an awesome video. Yeah, but they cut out Zog. Yeah, I have the original uncut audio here to show you what happened. Guys? Hello? Guys? Yeah, we've got a bit of a problem here. Um, I was sent to tell you guys the Apothecary's on a death rampage. Not my fault for the record, but yeah, you're gonna die. Guys? Nobody's listening. Uh, guys? Guys? Oh. They're, they're, not li they're not listening. Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe if I make my way to the front of the crowd, I can get there. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, man, you almost got me there. Excuse me. Pardon me. Oh, that looked like it hurt. Ouch. Oh, great. You pissed them off. That's not good. This is going to make my day that much worse. <sighs> they better appreciate this. Excuse me. Pardon me. Just trying to get out of the way here. Maybe if I inch my way along the side. No. Rise up, sons of the horde! Blood and glory await us! No, they don't. Death and pain await you. Like really, pain and death. And he's not listening either. Great. Okay. I was wondering if you'd show up. I couldn't let the Alliance have all the fun today. What about me? Weren't you wondering if I was gonna show up? Like I'm right here. Anybody listening to what I'm saying? Hello? Yeah, yeah, right now. Okay, I've got your attention. Okay, guys, can't do this. Arthas! The blood of your father! Of your people! Demands justice! Come forth, coward! And answer for your crimes! Now, you totally ignored me there. Totally rude, totally unneeded, and you pissed him off. So now you're gonna be twice dead. You're gonna be gassed, and you're gonna be chopped to little pieces. Great. Okay. Beautiful. You know what? You know what? I'm putting on my gas mask now and have You speak of justice. No, we don't. Of cowardice. No, we don't. I will show you the justice of the grave. There's no need, really. And the true meaning of fear. No. no. Enough talk! Let it be finished! There you go. See? You're dead. You went and attacked him and you're dead. I told you you'd be killed and you were dead. Beautiful. Great. Yeah, now I'm gonna leave before I die of poisonous gas. You bye -bye. will pay for all the lives you've stolen, traitor! You'll pay for all the money he took. But there is nothing you can. What? Oh, 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 oh. Great. Um, Did you think we had forgotten? That would have been a good idea. Did you think we had forgiven? That would have been even better. Behold now. The terrible vengeance of the Forsaken! Uh, not right now. Hate to break to you, buddy. Yeah, you with the no eyes doing the big speech there. Wrong location. I tried to tell you, you wouldn't listen. Uh, and, and now look, you're killing our guys, too. Painful death. Oh, something I got on my shoe. Gross. I can't believe you got hurt again. First the Ashbringer, and now this. Man, you are a big wimp. <laughs> now, all can see. Except for you. This 
is the hour of the Forsaken. Uh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, daylight savings. Wrong hour! We're finished. No escape for any of us. Oh, come on, you're exaggerating. You're not finished. You're just hallucinating. Think of it like acid, but a hundred times worse. Hello? Nah, he's gone. He's gone. What are those in the distance? Those, those look like dragons. Oh, not the dragons again. Emergency, what is the problem? Hello, 911? Yeah, yeah, it's Zog. Yep, dragons again. Fire all over the place. Thanks. See you soon. Hey, you think you could give me a ride back? Thanks. Alright, and so you see that ultimately I was the victim here. I mean, my clothing is ruined. Tarnished, on fire, and it smells like cat piss. Yeah, blight smells like cat piss. Not a nice smell, and I have to live with it now because of you guys. I'd also like to point out that my loft in the Undercity, yeah, totally trashed. Yeah, I got there, got home, and I was tired, and God, you know, I'm, I'm just happy my microphone works, honestly. You know, it's, it's, you would ask me my loyalties, you know, fight against my leader, or fight with my leader, and fight against the apothecaries, or whatever. Quite frankly, I have very little loyalties. In case you've all forgotten, it says right there in the manual that describing the race that the undead have no emotions, so if we have no emotions, we can have no loyalties either. Kinda comes hand in hand. As convenience, yeah. That's why anybody's in an alliance, because it's convenient. Kyron wouldn't be in an alliance with a horde if the horde was threatening to make their people into beef burgers. Vol'jin would not participate as part of the horde if Thrall said that they all have to be dancers for him. It, it's the simple fact that because they want to be here, because they don't get treated like ish, part of my French. Besides the point, despite the fact we are in the horde, we're still getting treated like not. I mean, everybody mistakes me for the Scourge. Even the Scourge mistakes me for the Scourge. So, really, I'm not gaining anything out of this alliance. However, that's not to say that I want to kill you guys. For example, I certainly wanna wa wouldn't want to be with the Alliance. They kill me, period. And for two, I wouldn't want to be with the Royal Apothecary Society because you're out on a bloody plague. You're out on a crusade to go kill them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm like the Swiss. I am neutral. And not to say I, I will not side with anybody in any situation unless it is financially and physically and cosmetically beneficial to moi. Now, moving on from that, I am not going to lie, I haven't had much time to enjoy World of Warcraft since the holidays have begun, but with the holidays coming to a close, and the schools reopening, and so on and so forth, and everybody returning to their normal lives, I've been able to enjoy a small segment of leveling on my death night. Now, it is pretty common for a Death Knight when they reach Hellfire to go and strive the Hell Reaver, something that you get in the very first instance you can go through, known as the Hellfire Ramparts. We're all very familiar with this by now, yes? Yes? Okay. I was in there, and I had a group of people that were all very good, and I pointed out early on that yes, I would like the Hell Reaver, is that okay with everybody? And everybody said yes. So, it comes and we kill Nazan and whoever else and Jigglypuff and whatever their names are. We go kill all of them and we go to the chest where all the shiny goods are kept. And we open this chest and 
voila, the hell reaver. You know, the skies are splitting and angels are coming down. I click the need button. Because I already cleared it with everybody, you know. I even double checked after. You know, this is okay. Everyone's yep. And then, what do I see? What do I see with the lovely thing that I saw? Someone else clicked the need roll. Yeah, he won. He got my sword. I was not a happy camper, let me tell you. They say hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. They have never met Zog of XP. So, they tried to compensate. They said, hey, let's run it again. You know, no problem with experience. And I can I can say, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. I'm cool. I say, yeah, sure. You know, we can run it again. I'm sure it'll drop again. First run. Nope. Third run. Nope. Fourth run. Fourth run through the Hellfire Ramparts. There, we take down Nazan, open the box, and there it is. And the same guy presses need again. And guess what? He won. He won the Hell Reaver again. I looked at him, fire in my eyes. My empty eye sockets were on fire. And I looked at him, and I said, I'm going to kill you, painfully. And then I asked him why. And his reasoning was, ah! I just wanted another one so I could sell it for money. Ladies and gentlemen, if I had his name, I would put him on the honorary alliance because he is the biggest uh-oh you can humanly think of. Another incident, incidentally, in the Hellfire Ramparts, I was running with a different group. And then I bailed because this group was the most whining group you had ever seen. I'm pretty sure they were all tenured. What disturbed me most was, I, I don't want to be personal here, but I'm sure you've all been aware of the movie Twilight. Ugh. I, I love Supernatural, I love fantasy, but for the love of God and dead puppies, don't bring that stuff in the world of Warcraft. This is supposed to be my escape from the outside world here, and you have to go and bring it into the game, and that's all you talk about, the whole run. Twilight this, Twilight that, your name is freaking Team Edward. God! To make things worse, it's like you have to stop every five minutes because somebody's complaining about something or someone has to go to the bathroom or... Yeah, let's see, what was the worst one I can possibly think of? I think one time somebody complained because our tank was doing too good a job. He's like, you're holding too much aggro, I am not getting any kills. This person is an idiot. I tell you, I am up to here with Outlands. I am ready to... Hit Northrend for real. I mean, not not just on there on a mission from Sylvanas to go warn everybody, which, by the way, I was ignored again. Um, but for real, I'd like to go quest and try the vehicles and everything. But but no, I'm stuck in this dead planet that's practically empty. Except that's where all the idiots are, apparently. Ah, here, finally, I've reached my loft. Just as I thought. Everything has been torn to shreds. All my posters are on the floor. I have no food in the cupboards. Great. Oh, oh, and they even killed my undead puppy. Great. Thanks. Beautiful. I hope you guys are happy. You know what? I have to go clean this up now. Thanks a lot. Strength and honor for myself. Quests, quests everywhere. Here a quest, there a quest, everywhere a quest quest. But how do you know which quests to do when? 
Sure, you could use a power leveling guide, but that often means you have to either print it out or switch between windows. If you've been listening for a while, you probably recall that I've mentioned Lightheaded in the past. Now, Lightheaded is still good, and I still consult it from time to time, but I've found a new kid to hang around with on the playground. His name is Quest Helper. Picture this. You've just slid into a new town on your noble steed. Exclamation marks abound. Being the smart player that you are, you grab all of them. Your quest log is now full. Well, now what do you do? You could read the entire quest text for each quest to have an idea of where you want to go, or you could let Quest Helper do all the work for you. As you are grabbing each quest, Quest Helper is working in the background, consulting its internal database on where each quest goal is, where you are, and how do you get you to each place in the shortest amount of time. It then puts a nice GPS-like arrow on your screen and an ETA on when you'll arrive there. Once you've completed the quest, it figures out if you should head back to turn in the quest or if another quest goal is closer to you. It does all of this while you are playing. Very cool. If that's something you might be interested in checking out, head on over to Curse.com and pick it up. My other review today is in response to an email I received from Unknown Kill from... Well, I don't actually know what server he's from, but he knows who he is. Hi. I found out that Auctioneer doesn't have a bottom scanner anymore, and it doesn't have the auto put price on auction. It doesn't have it. Yes, you're right, Unknown Kill. Auctioneer has been having some problems since the last patch. Some items aren't being listed correctly, and the bottom scanner is borked. So, until the Auctioneer administrators get their <laughs> together, we are forced to rely on another auction add-on. So. I went into my Zath cave and found all of us another auction house add-on that works pretty darned well. In fact, it works so well I'm not actually sure if I'm going to be going back to Auctioneer. Auction Master does everything that we loved in Auctioneer Classic without any of the huge bells and whistles that made Auctioneer such a huge memory hog. Instead of having to scan the auction house for a week before you have reliable data, what Auction Master does is scan just for the item that you're about to sell and sees what other people are selling it for. It can then undercut the lowest sale without going below vendor value. That means that Auction Master is ready to go right out of the box, and it's great for the casual player who doesn't really feel like sitting around for half an hour in the auction house just so he can sell a stack of linen. But it also has a snipe feature, where it can scan all available auctions and cherry-pick the good deals. Trust me, our listeners, if you've been unhappy with Auctioneer, or just thought that it was a little bit too complex for your tastes, Take Auction Master for a spin. I think you'll join with me and make the switch. Unknown Kill also writes in to recommend that miners out there who are using Cartographer do themselves a favor and add the Cartographer Mining, Data, and Roots sub-add-ons to their installed add-ons. While I'm not a miner, I've looked at the add-ons and they look pretty solid. So, great tip there, Unknown Kill. So this has been Grandmaster Z for For the Horde Radio with a special message for Princess Amara Ahmed. Sure, I'll help you shuffle money from the corrupt government of Ukubukudagu for only 4.5 million. My account number is 347-389. Normally we would have our Who the Hell Is This? But we don't have any who the hell is this, this show. 
unreal, unbelievable. However, we do have a regular phone call, a regular old normal. We don't have to guess who it is. We already know. This is from our friend Grandmaster Z himself, who needed to do a little venting. Hey, for the Word Radio, this is Zaspris with a call-out for blood balls of the anonymous guild on the Malfurion server, who, when I logged into my bank alt character, decided that, who was a troll female, decided that he wanted to come up behind her and scream, butt sex, butt sex, butt sex, and then proceeded to follow me around all over Orgrimmar, trying to copulate with my troll. Anyway, have a great day. Oh, man, Zas. All right. First, there's, first, there are too many things wrong with that. The, to go into all the things that are so wrong about that is beyond the scope, I think, <laughs> of, 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 of any conversation that you could have within a week. <laughs> well, you know what it is? You're just, you're obviously just this, you know, hot, sexy female troll that, you know, how can they resist? I mean, honestly, how can you resist a female troll? You, you just got to be that hot. At the risk of having my head nailed to the wall with a spike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that that would be number 46 on the list of things that are wrong with what we just said. <laughs> I understand Everybody's got different tastes, but I just want to get one thing clear. The name is Blood Ball, and he's in the Anonymous Guild, and it's on the Malfurion server. I think it's important that people know and can identify these people. This is true. This is true. On sight and at a distance. Yes. Before before they get too close. Yes, before they get a rub close and personal. Run, run, don't walk, run. Uh, so we're, we're sorry you got accosted there, uh, Zath, but but you know what? You're you're a bigger person for it somehow. Um, just don't wear the yodel pants. I mean, you know that obviously was what did it. Maybe. Uh, I, I I don't know what would have pushed someone over to the edge. <laughs> the edge like that. That, Something I don't know whether it's yodel, yodel pants or or what or or some kind of spices. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever, but, but, but thank you for calling in and, uh, and preventing. That is fine. <laughs> thank you for preventing and thank you for, for, for publicly identifying and calling out, uh, uh, oh, that's just, that's just so wrong. It's so wrong because now it is time for the reading of the all right, well, we've got some more of this uh, chicken scratch on parchment that we're supposed to read, and um, the the one that I've got next here up in front of me is from Undolsol. Uh, Undolsol. Undolsol writes, Hola, Anti-Ad, and Big V. Actually, he writes, Big B. Oh, you're right. Look at that. Yeah. My brain corrected it all by itself. All by itself. It just did That's that automatic thing. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I'm not sure quite why he wrote it, but that's okay. Vig B, okay. Vig B. I'm sure Undelsoul has reasons, but uh, we won't go into those here. Uh, I'll continue. Thank you. You're welcome. To answer your question that you asked to the Lord Hounds, it was Sargaris that was buried there. If you don't know who that is, well, he was the leader of the Burning Legion and invaded Azeroth 10,000 years ago. At the time, Deathwing wasn't Deathwing yet, and the twin elf brothers actually looked the same. Sargeras tomb was raided twice. The first by Gildan, and he was chased away by them demons and stuff. But the second time his tomb had something actually stolen. The eye of Sargeras was stolen by Illidan Stormrage, who was being chased by Mia 
Maya, Mia, Mia, sorry, I forgot her last name. That's all right. I'm not worried about the last name because I just took the first one and I wrapped it around a lamppost. <laughs> so you were right and worth mixing up pieces of lore. Undalsol. Thank you, Undalsol. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So that's who's buried under the ocean. That was uh, uh, Vig B's question from last time. Uh, we, we couldn't figure out who the heck was buried under the ocean, some named guy, and now we know. So thank you very much for sending in that tidbit of lore. Very cool. Well done. Well done. That's digging. That is digging. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, I knew that, but I didn't realize for some reason it just didn't click that, oh yeah, it was underwater, wasn't it? But it got raised up, and then there was that whole, you know, if you played Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne, you did that whole campaign in there, which was really you, fun, actually. You, 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 you didn't actually know that, did you? I did know that, actually. I just didn't. You, you made it. all that stuff up. I made it up. You're right. You know, it was all made up. This actually never happened. And you've that's punched, it. You've punched and kicked and squeezed and twisted your imagination quite a bit. That's good. That's also a good sign. Uh-huh. I'm proud of you. Thank I'm you. Proud of you, lass. But thank you, Undersol, for sending that in. And we get an email from Lenyuki of the Blossom and Blood on Draenor. Woo! Blossom, Blossom and Blood. Blood. All right. Hello, Annie Ed, Big V, Zog, and Grandmaster Z. So I was listening to the Christmas show and realized it's been a very long time since I sent anything in to you. I'd like to start with a reply to a question that came up in a previous show about the giant snowflake in Shatrath. From what I can remember, the NPC that guards the giant snowflake, the Shatari, Shatari? Yeah, Shatari, is there to keep the barrier up around Shatrath, which protects the city from the ravages of the outer world. In other words, I think it's there to keep the Fell Reaper out. <laughs> Probably. I'm fairly certain that's what that NPC explained when he walked you around in that inner building. Anyway, that's all I really know. Who listens to a big wobbling ball of gum? <laughs> that's all I pull up the thing around. It's a blubbering, strange look. It looked like a, a water chewing gum that somebody had spit out. I followed it around to get the prize at the end of the box, but... Uh, wasn't much, wasn't much of a prize. No, it wasn't. All right, so. <laughs> but she continues. I've noticed something that's a bit annoying over my time playing. Guild deaths. Ooh. Uh, ooh, yeah. I've only been in two guilds during my time. The Call of the Tempest on Silvermoon, now dead, and the Blossom and Blood on Draenor, which I'm still in, but it's more or less dead. Oh, dear. I understand the need to move servers more friendly to RPing, but some people can't afford to just jump a server. I feel sorry for those who are left behind. Bobby and I chose to stay on Draenor mainly because our friends are there and because I personally feel an obligation to the guild I am in. I still love Blossom and Blood, but everyone's gone. I'm just wondering if anyone else has had this happen to them. A guild just dies due to one reason or another. I'd like to know their opinion on the matter as well as your own. Finally, I'm still plugging along for the wolf mount. Broke down and got the Kodo, just to keep up with Bobby while running around. Northern End is cartoony to me, though the cities and background are really pretty. The wolves drive me crazy, though. I'm taking my time through the 70 to keep up with Bobby, since he was kind enough to help me get to 70 after three years. Anyway, thanks for the wonderful shows, and I hope you keep making them. Sincerely, and with a feminine move, Lenuki of Blossom and Blood on Draenor. 
Well, thank you very much for writing in again. Haven't heard from you in a long time, so it is very cool that you're still like playing, plugging along. Hey, that's, that's, that's excellent. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. And uh, Gildas, uh, I think there is not a person listening, and if there is, you're fortunate, that hasn't experienced in one way, shape, or form some type of guild death, whether Hi. it's just due to inactivity from the guild or the the morphing of a guild where it starts out as one thing and then it churns into something that you didn't quite bargain for. Uh, there's that. I mean, there's different kinds of guilds, and it's N- always just sad when it happens. Not always, believe it or not. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's good. Um, not very often, but sometimes it's a good thing if the guild just ups, just ups and dies. <laughs> sometimes it can be. But, yeah, usually there is some kind of a disappointment because you've obviously spent time there, and it's, it's the people that you're with that obviously you enjoy playing with. And so, That's yeah, <laughs> sometimes That's something a... to remember. It's a very good point. It's something to remember. It's people that make up the guild. It's not a name. It's not a tavern. It's not what you've got in the bank. It's the people that are a part of it. And if they change, and, and, and you change, and there's different numbers and different types, and, well... It, it it evolves. The guild itself is 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 the people that make it up, and if they have to, they have to move on to other things, then that's just what happens. That's it's just kind of what, it is sad when that does happen, though. Uh, and like you said, people can't afford to just go to another server all the time. That's and true. That's yeah. very true too. So I am really sorry to hear that our our wonderful Blossom of Blood on Draenor um, <laughs> is kind of you know kind of skipping along there, but you're still there, which is awesome. Because I know uh, we did get an email last time that Blossom and Blood is also, I believe, on the Earth and Ring server now. Mm. So there's more of you guys to love. And very cool on getting to 70. Don't feel bad after three years. Trust me. There's no race <laughs> in this game. And it can take as long as it takes. So uh, grats on getting to 70. And I think you're going to like Northern. I didn't know it's so much cartoony, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it. So I hope you do too. And thank you very much for sending in your email. Hey, much appreciated. All right. There's another one here. You may not believe it, but it's true. It's true. We have more than... We have more emails. It's true. And this one is from Eskimog. Eskimog writes, Hey, Ed and V. It's been a long time. Well, I've gotten my chamois to 80, and that's about it. Woohoo! Oh, that, that's to be proud 80. Of. That's something to be proud of. It, it is. It that's awesome. Is. But uh, uh, he's, he's, he's exaggerated a little bit. He said that's about it. That's not actually true. He's written a whole bunch more here. I'll share it with you. Would you like to hear what uh, he Yes, writes? I would like to hear more. Yes, please. All right, I'll read what he wrote okay. so that you can hear what I've read. Okay. This, this is Eskimog now talking here. But I'm really mad, confused. There's a combination going on there. Oh, all right. I'll just keep going here. So I went AFK after skinning in the basin and was gone so long that I disconnected from the server. I was gone for like an hour, so it's understandable, but anyway, I went AFK, and I came back, and my tune is in Stormwind. So I look. All my gear is there, but my gold is gone. Uh, so I put in a ticket, and I'm waiting for a reply. Uh, but I... Oh, yeah, I, indeed. I would just like to say, and this is a part I'm going to enjoy, too. <laughs> anyone who has ever bought gold should be shot in the knees and put into a shed to bleed to death because I got hacked and I'm pretty sure it was a gold farmer. So screw everyone who has even thought about buying gold. The sincerity is all there and it's all true. 
It's all true. Couldn't have put it better myself. I'm glad he said it because it can't be said loudly and often enough. Loud enough and often enough. Whatever. He continues. Sorry, needed a place to vent. Well, this is the place. This is the place, Eskimod. Well done. He continues. Anyway, keep up the good work with the shows. I want to give a shout out to Axiom, my new guild on the Hellscream server. Also, Sophinia, who has been one of my best friends in game, and she is taking a break. She says she's quitting, but I'll get her to come back. <laughs> you just might do it. Yep. She has played Alliance her whole WoW career. But to make it okay, she thinks gnomes are the ickiest things in the world of Warcraft. Next to Murlocs. <laughs> anyway, I still love the show, even though I'm still Alliance. I've got no problem with that. <clears throat> P.S. The battle for Undercity Quest is amazing. As always, for the Horde. And that was from Eskimog. Thank you very much, Eskimog. Thank you very much. I am so sorry your account got hacked. Well, uh, you're AFK, no less. How insulting is that? Good that's, God. That's a, that's a stab in the back and oh, no mistake. That is so... I hope um, I hope Liz gets your, your money back to you again. I'm sure... I, I hope by this point they have. By the time we're reading this out, so I enough, oh god. Enough people have gotten hacked badly that they're probably pretty good at restoring. You'd hope so, yeah, really. Except they always make it feel like it's your fault. But anyway, I won't go into that. We've beaten it. it it's dead. It's got flies and stink lines coming off of it. I've beaten it so bad. No, <laughs> we won't go there. All that imagination, you got a terrific imagination to punch and twist and kick in the face. Yes. It's wonderful. Yes, it's, it's grand. I love it. It's grand. Well done. <laughs> But thank you so much for writing it, and congrats yes. on 80! Excellent work. Good job. We get an email from Gormel, who writes, Dear Auntie Ed and Big V, Hi, it's Gormel again. So, there I was, taking my break from school, looking at all the achievements. I see the one that requires you to be exalted with all five city factions to get the title Ambassador. I wasn't exalted with any, but I decided to go for it. Four days later, oh my god, after spending about 600 gold on room cloth, I am now Ambassador Cormel. 600 gold! Oh my god! <laughs> wow. As a bonus to doing this achievement, I also gained the 50 mount achievement. Oh! So now I'm flying around in my albino drake with my title of the ambassador on. That is awesome. <laughs> wow. That is, that is great. Second, the friend I mentioned on my last email who has been a lion since the game basically began has finally seen the light and rolled a Blood Elf Paladin on my server, the Warsong PvP server, abandoning his Gnome Mage to the cold darkness of Ironforge. Also, I was doing the culling of Strat on Heroic, oh dear god, for the Bronze Drake. We were speeding through the instance and had five minutes left to kill the Infinite Corruptor. We killed him, we all need rolled, and guess what? Once again, I somehow beat my group for the rare epic mount. Loving your podcast, Ambassador Cormel. P.S. 
I was listening to the making of the 12 Days of Blizzard, and I literally could not stop laughing. It was so funny. <gasps> Thank you for sitting in your email, and grats all around. My goodness, you've had, like, a busy week with all of that 600 gold on RuneCall. Oh, my God. And, you know, there's probably some people out there going, that's it? That's all you spent on RuneCall? Because obviously servers vary in what they sell it for. So there are probably some servers out there going, man, I wish I could like get all my reps up on just 600 for RuneGloss. But that is awesome and cool. And you not only got the albino, Drake, you got a rare epic. Still totally awesome. Very grats to you. I, I'd just like to interject just one thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ironforge is dark. I'll give you that. But it's anything but cold. It's cold in spirit. All right, now that's just me. That's just, me. <laughs> that's just nastiness. I won't have any of that. I won't have any of that. Okay. <laughs> but there's, there's darkness on Ironforge, but there's plenty of heat. Let me tell you that. All that molten lava going everywhere. That's true. Exactly. It's got to, you know. That's something, spending that much for what? For it, you know what? All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I walk into a city, I don't worry about my reputation. I look at the guards, I tell them to kiss my... I, t I bite my thumb at them. And then I keep on walking, I don't care what they think of me. Of course, I don't get the title ambassador, and I don't get fancy things to ride around on, and I don't... Uh... All right, I, I, I'm an underachiever. <laughs> I admit it. Angry Dwarf is an underachiever. Yes, Fine. yes. Fine. But thank you for sending in your email, and grats. Aye, there's congratulations due there. Well done, Cormel. Next up, from Precaution of the Imaginary Vultures. And Precaution writes, Precaution of the Imaginary Vultures here. I had a, I had a prescience there. I had a, a premonition that that was what he's going to say. You did now, did you? <laughs> so I'll continue with it. Okay. Uh, he says more stuff here. I'll read it out to you. Just wanted to give a shout out to my guild and a few of our friends who helped for clearing out all four wings of ten-man knacks. Up to Sophirion. Wow. Grats to Hellstar. Soups. Soup that's with an S at the front end, an S at the back end, and an extra one on either end. It's like a train that's got too many cars. <laughs> uh, but it's but you remember it, you sure remember it. Soups. Morark and everybody else who picked up some fat loots. Here's hoping we can pwn Kelthazad in the face. Arthas Arthas is one step closer. That's from Precaution on the E-Trig server. That's the kind of talk I like to hear. <laughs> you grit your teeth and you breathe in that air of battle and you grab that axe and you just stare out from under your brow and you look at your enemy and you get all worked up and you start charging at them, pumping those legs and screaming your battle cry. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that email. <laughs> that was a wonderful, wonderful email. That is awesome. So, grats to the Imaginary Vultures Guild, which we've always said we love that name. And grats to everyone. Uh, man, that's nice. Great. Clear. I haven't even seen that. So, good for you. I hope. Take pictures next time. Let me see it. I'd like to see the inside one day. <laughs> hey, that's the kind of thing that should have paintings done of it. Seriously. They should have that. Like, you know, they do on a roller coaster? You know, where, like, you're at the top of the hill, and it'll snap your pictures, you're going down with everyone, the hands up, screaming! They should have that in those instances. Like, every time you're, you're just about to paint. down a boss, it takes an automatic picture, and then there's a little souvenir guy, like a little goblin, on the way to the next boss, standing there going, Hi, you want to buy a copy of your picture, you know, on a key ring? Would you like that? 
so, congrats to you for caution and your guild. Good stuff. Something to be proud of. And we get an email from Death Silence on the Blackwing Lair, who writes... Yo, Death Silence. Yo, Death Silence. <laughs> who writes, Yo, Annie Ed, I'm going to tell you how, as a hunter, you can have a little fun with the gold spammers in Org. This trick kind of works only there. Tired of those level one whispering you, telling you they have the cheapest gold on the net? Well, my hunter friend, do I have a trick for you? It's a bit underhanded, but oh so satisfying. The next time you get a gold farmer spamming the crap out of you, invite him to your group. I know it sounds weird, but bear with me. Tell him to meet you in org. Once in org, tell him you want to talk. Lead him over to Gammon. You know, the drunk Torin in Orgmar that's there for the road quest. <laughs> and misdirect your gold-selling target. Now quickly target Gammon, and this part is key. Shoot him with the weakest distracting shot you have, and watch the hilarity ensue as the gold farmer runs for his life. <laughs> for the horde. And that's from Death Silence. For the horde, Death Silence. You are secret. You aren't even secretly evil. That works just, out well. <laughs> he's just openly evil. You know, I have heard of this, and actually it's a better target, because I'm just thinking if I tried, no matter what I used on Gammon, I'd kill him. If you're like like neutral with the what is it Sener Scenarian Circle or whatever. There's that guy right at the bottom of the Zeppelin Tower. Oh, not Zeppelin Tower. The uh, Flight Path Tower place. Yeah. Um, and if you're neutral, you have the ability to put yourself at war. At least you used to be able to. Now he is a level 60 something, and there's very little chance you're gonna kill him with your lowest distracting shot. And he works much better because he's large. And you misdirect your level one uh, gold spammer farmer person with this guy, and you're definitely going to watch this boy run. <laughs> that is, if you can actually get him to come over there. I mean, the guy's so busy. He's got to be whispering, what, 60 people a, a, a minute? Yeah. How can he even move when he's whispering that many people? <sighs> yeah, I'm surprised you can... Um... Get them over to Orgamar. I mean, because usually I kind of thought they were just like bots. Mm. So, but if you could do it, um, do it. <laughs> because that misdirect is a very evil thing. I hope they don't like nerf that. Probably <laughs> will. But thank you very much, Death Silas, for sending in that, that wicked, wicked idea. Next, we have an email from Vari from the Directionally Challenged Guild on Matterin. She says, I don't believe this. While in a cave in Storm Peaks completing two quests, I came across two Tarans. Oh, good for you. There are lots of mobs around, so we were fine. They both left the room in the cave I was in, so I summoned my main mob, killed it, and then completed the little guys around the room. As I was leaving, the two Tarans came back, and Cubray from the Seven Deadly Sins Guild emotes a slap to me, which I ignored. Slap Vari? I know. Well, shortly thereafter, he, she whispers, that was rude. I replied in a whisper, what, you're slapping me? Q-Brave accused me of ninjing their mobs and said I should be in alliance. What's up with that? I was alone in the room and on my way out when they re-entered. Sheesh. And she shakes her head. You know, usually when people are saying that you are something, it's because they are. It could be. Maybe they are alliance. You know, oh. because that is alliance behavior. You know, that could be a whole guild of gnomes in Torrin suits. On stilts. 
in stilts on each other's shoulders, you know, like about eight to each turn. <laughs> <laughs> Just how they get the voice, I'm not sure. Well, look at what's happening to my voice. No. <laughs> you, see, what you need to do is look for the zipper. The zipper. you got to look for the zipper on them and make sure they're real torn. But, yeah, that's just rude. I mean, Sorry, next time you're in the cave, check for the zipper first. And right. then AOE the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll do it, too, man. She is wicked bad. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't mess with Mage, man. Because she can, like, duplicate herself, so there's, like, 12 of her. So don't, don't mess with a Mage. <laughs> they'll, they'll, like, teleport you somewhere you don't want to be. Oh, another one of those bad port scams. Oh, yeah. I that. <laughs> But, uh, well, I'm sorry you had such a jackass um, <laughs> in your face there, but you did the right thing. I mean, if they leave and then come back, what's up with that? Yeah, they they walked out. I mean, they, yeah. they were done. They walked off. And when they walked off, that's when you could have seen the damn zippers. <laughs> You have to look next time. You have to, you know, check it out. Make sure you see the little heart underwear sticking out, you know, underneath there. <laughs> and the high squeaky voice would have given them away, too. That's true. That's true. That's why they emoted just the slap. They didn't say anything until they whispered later on. And that's why they only whispered, because you can away with You can have a higher voice when you whisper, too. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I'll, thank you, Barb. I'll try. Sending that in. <laughs> And we get an email from Mua, who says, Hello, Auntie Ed and Mr. Not Overly Compensating for Anything, Biggest of V. I just felt that I need to give a general shout-out to the MoonGuard server. MoonGuard! MoonGuard! Though I am not strong or hardcore or peer in any way, I do enjoy the cast of characters and personalities that inhabit this server. So thank you, MoonGuard, for constantly keeping me entertained. With everything from free braided copper ring day to the monthly fireworks show held in Silvermoon City. Though, like every server out there, has its explicit deleted players, I found that the majority of Moonguard shines with interesting, enjoyable people for the Horde. Ooh, uh. And he has, oh, P.S. My account was recovered and all was set right. I got the authenticator and I'm starting to think that Blizzard is hacking the accounts in order to sell more of these things. Anyway, happy holidays to you and the baddest of bovines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to send a quick thanks for releasing the behind the scenes of your 12 days recording. When I first heard the song, I was, um, well, yeah. But after hearing the fun that was had while making it, I gained a new appreciation for all that went into that song. And now I have classified this as a work of art, much like I do Plan 9 from Outer Space. So rough that it's beautiful. Anyway, time to save the Undercity from another Alliance raid. Send my thanks to Big V and the rest of the glorious cast. And thank you very much, Moa, for, for for sending in your thanks. We did have a lot of fun doing that, and I'm not sure if I should... I, I guess Plan 9 from Outer Space is a good compare. I've never seen it, but, um, sure. Do you think that the reason Moon Guard is such a happy server is because it is moonshine? That's possible. They've all got the moonshine over there. That, or it has moo... In the name Moo. of the server, so it's, you know... Moo. 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 Huh? Yeah. And they probably don't have zippers over there. I bet they don't. Yeah. 
So shout out to Moonguard server. I never had a shout out for a whole server. That's awesome. But thank you very much, Mua, for sending that in. Mua. Well, we have an email. Now this this is new. This is the, instead of calling in, he, he actually sent us an email this time. A email from who the hell is this, Antiet? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a mystery email. It is. It is. It is. It's a mystery email from a mystery person. Comes from, well, I'm just going to say, it comes from who the hell is this from the where the hell is this server. And it's greetings to Yet and the illustrious, most magnanimous, big V, the biggest, baddest Toron in all of Cowtown. <laughs> there no civility left amongst fellow game players. I'm a Blood Elf Hunter on the Moonrunner server and was questing in Sholazar Basin when a mining node popped up on my map. I flew down to check it out and there was a torn practically standing on top of the node fighting off three, three mobs. It was obvious his intention was to mine the node and but he had aggroed one too many getting there. Rather than steal his node, I decided to help with the fellow Horde member, hoping he might share his node with me as a result. As we were fighting, an Alliance scumbag dropped in on his light elite mount, ninja the node, and flew off. What do you think? Well, I think that sucks. <laughs> but you short. know, the, the way these emails have been going today, and he say, said he saw the torn standing on top of the node at first, I said, oh, check for the zipper at first. But this guy <laughs> is this guy is fighting three mobs. He's definitely horrid. Definitely. And it was cool of you to, sw to, to not do that, to not steal it while he's fighting three mobs and to lend him a hand. It's well, he's horrid. He, he does it right. You, you did it absolutely right. You did it 100% correct. You know, you see somebody say, I've seen this, and, and sadly, I've seen it happen on both sides. But you're, like, standing on top of something. It's like, it's mine, a quest item, something. But you're just fighting to get it. And they just swoop in, take it, and leave. Yes, that is the rudest behavior, And but you handled it right. The, the alliance who dropped in on the elite mount and rode off? <laughs> now, Ani Ed, I thought that we had... We had already gotten all the classes that Alliance had when they gave us Paladins and, and we gave them our Shaman back in Burning Crusade. But we don't have this scumbag class, do we? <laughs> the new scumbag class, along with the Death Knights. Really? Talk about crappy classes of crappiness. Seriously. So, yeah, that totally sucks. But you know what? You did the right thing. You were cool about it. Just sorry. You know, the, all you can hope is for karma to come into play on this. That you are both on the same server. And one day, one day you will see this very same Alliance class scumbag with like eight elite mobs on him. Because it's got to be eight. And, and him standing on a node, and you can just swing by and steal the node and then sit there and have yourself picnic and watch him get his butt beat. The other thing is he's on the Moon Runner server, so he should start making moonshine and selling it on the, the uh, Cross AH down in Tenaris or Booty Bay and get those Alliance drunk on moonshine, and maybe it'll be a happier server. There you go. <laughs> well, to you, who the hell are you? 
to Burnout and, Hunter uh, on Moonrunner. <laughs> well, it's not it's not what the hell server is that? It's Moonrunner. Yes, but thank so you that, very much. <laughs> thank you, thank and and you certainly know how to address a cow. Damn right. We got an email from Thaddeus Lump on the Moonrunner server, and he writes. Hi, Auntie Ed and Big V. I want to give shout-outs to a horde in Alliance Clothing who goes by the name of Trust on the Moonrunner server. I wanted to do the rep grind to get the bombing run for the Christmas achievement. <laughs> when I come back to the world of the living, Trust and friends, whom I am sorry to say I didn't get their names, helped me with that first guy and the rest of the grind afterwards. Even waiting for me when I got horribly lost once, like I do all the time. So for all my bitching, allies aren't so bad after all. Just wanted to know if you were grinding rep for Silvermoon City for when the next, next patch comes out. Cause I don't know about you, but when the stable master said I was too fat for one of his fancy chickens. There was not one mount. I wanted more. Cows for the win. Thaddeus Lump. I like that, uh... See, it's funny. You always want what you can't have. Oh, but yeah. So, yeah, not all alleys are bad. Uh, very cool. Very nice that they helped you out with that. I did not do the bombing run for that achievement. I, uh, uh, I was not in into Wintervale at all this time. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, I, I got my fun. presents, and I was like, uh, Hollow's End is way better. I oh, Hollow's End is always my favorite, but Wintervale does follow up as my second. Um, I do, and plus the achievements made it really interesting this year. But uh, very cool that they helped you out with that. And uh, hey, soon you will get a fancy chicken. Yeah, I want And you will not be too fat to wear it. To, to, to ride it, rather. Wear it. Yeah, I want to wear a chicken soon. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be funnier, dude. <laughs> You're like flapping your wings trying to fly. Is this a flying mount? I don't know. <laughs> but thank you, Fatty. It's a love for sending that in. And we get an email from Link. Who says, hey, Annie Ed, and, oh, Lord, the grand, yeah. <laughs> the grand majestic, gigantic, colossal, huge, hulking, ginormous, massive, oversized, large, giant, immense, vast, and great, Big V. Big V. Um. <laughs> Who writes, you may remember me from one of your last pods, but it's been a while. I'm Link, a level 30 Blood Elf Hunter. I wrote him previously to inform you that I was quitting WoW, but I'm happy to say I'm back. Yay. After, a billion, yay. After a billion years, I decided that it was time for me to get back on. There is a catch, though. Uh-oh. My friend wants me to play with him on the side of the Dirty Alliance. He seems to have the delusion that the Horde are the bad guy. I tried my best to explain to him that that was not the case, and that the Alliance were actually just a bunch of ten-year-old jackasses who eat each other alive. But unfortunately, he fails to believe me. So, I may not be able to play for a little while. The only good thing about this is my human name. Love the show, keep it up. And Link, level 30 Blood Elf Hunter, and <laughs> this is good, Ellers, level 10 human <laughs> Gagme Paladin. P.S. Kill the bunnies. No, don't no, kill uh, the bunnies. No, yeah, yeah, I want no to. killing yeah, bunnies. Yeah, 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 I do. Actually, I want to kill the Kodo now. I want to kill the Kodo. <laughs> yes. want to kill the Kodo, not the bunnies. No bunnies. No bunnies. No, I'll have the bunnies team up, bite gnaw the legs off the Kodos. <laughs> but actually, that is a great name for the Paladin. <laughs> for those who don't recognize it, say, you should know that name. I, I, know, I know it. You know it, yeah. You know the Link yeah. name? You know that one? Uh, Yes, actually. 
took me a second, but I believe I do know that name, Link. Link from the Legend of Zelda, yes! Yes! So, uh, sorry, why is it everyone whose friend starts playing WoW wants to play Alliance? We don't know this, it's a strange phenomenon. However, we understand, go play with your friend, and they will soon see the light and realize that you are correct, that they are actually a bunch of 10-year-old jackass. Okay, not all, not all! Not all. Most! Most that they run, especially in Goldshire, um, they will learn on their own and come to see that the horde rules. But thank you so much, Link, for sending in your email. Hey, Annie, and a big V! Who, who will destroy the bunny race someday? No, the Kodo race! I'm doing the Kodo! No, oh. we're not the bunnies! No, the Kodo! I would just like to thank you for making your show. The motorbike expensiveness is too overpowering. I know. I have seen, I have seen one. Wow. How did you do that? That must be like a hack. All right. I have seen one, but I have not, not got the name or the guild. Well, how can you? They're going two million miles an hour. I will take a screenshot next time. If you can find them again, I don't know. It might be a blur. I did not think it was such a big deal. I thought only engineers could get it, and I did not realize the wicked price. Ass pipe! Big B! I am not one! Okay. Unknown kill and insane kill from the I can't pronounce server EU. Sweet! I hate that server too! <laughs> Terranus EU. Terranus EU. Terranus EU server, yeah. No, no, the motorcycles are a big deal because they are so expensive and outrageous. And they're ridiculous. I did actually see one myself. And no, it wasn't going a million miles an hour. In fact, the person was, if they, if it was an equivalent, they were cruising <laughs> slowly with it to show it off. That's what I would went. do. I'd be like, hey, man. But, uh, thank you. So yeah, they're insane, but don't destroy the bunny race. And, uh, thank you very much for sitting in your destroy email. The we get an email from Thunderstep on Mandaron, who writes, Hey, uh, oh, glorious troll leader and her cow sidekick. Does that make me rob? That is perfect. That is so perfect. <laughs> thank you very much, Thunderstep. So there I was the other day with Thunderstep, my recently level 80 Torin Death Knight in the peaks of Stone Talon. I needed a break from questing and decided to work on fishing and cooking as kind of a zen relaxation thing for a while. I had already progressed pretty far already into the skill, but it seemed everywhere I went, I constantly saw, insert name of town here, is under attack. In the barrens, it was the crossroads. All I wanted to do was just sit and fish in peace. So I yeah, went out I to... I know, you... Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So I went out to Stone Talon and camped out next to the inn under some trees in Sunrock Retreat just to fish and relax. I figured, who the heck would attack Sunrock? So I settled myself in for a nice relaxing time. I had just reeled in a nice big catfish and was warming up the pan when, you guessed it, I heard the cry, Sunrock Retreat is under attack. Grumbling, I got up and looked around. No one was in sight. So I walked down past the inn and saw two 40-ish hunters picking at the guards. The alarm was getting on my nerves. So I walked down the road and used death grip to get one of the little buggers' attention. <laughs> yeah, I think that would definitely bring their attention. All I want is to fish, I roared as I beat the night elf senseless. <laughs> what else are they for? My ghoul, meanwhile, amused himself by eating the hunter's cat. <laughs> now the other hunter... 
hunter was a dwarf and just stood there staring at me and then tried to run. Oh no, I yelled and pulled him back to me using death grip again. I beat this little dwarf into the ground sideways as well. When it was all over, only then did I finally realize that I never equipped my sword. I had just beaten two alliance twits to death with my fishing pole. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> Good work. Uh, it brings a whole new meaning to, to bringing the pain, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is just awesome. <laughs> I, I guess that instead of using death grip, he was uh, fly fishing for alliance. Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Thank you so much, Thunderstep Dad. I love you. I love the Thunderstep stories. They are awesome. We also get an email here from Hooves and Horns of the Moonrunner server. He says, This is Hooves and Horns, a Tauren Death Knight on the Moonrunner server. I always hear you talking about the top of the barn in Thunderbluff. Where exactly is the top of the barn in Thunderbluff? Just curious. Also, was wondering if the name I have is one of the better Tauren names you've heard. Would love to hear the name Hooves and Horns called out in For the Horde Radio. Hope to see you on the top of the barn soon. Peace, Hooves and Horns. Well, I guess you've just heard your name, what, three times now? Four times? Hooves and Horns? Hooves and Horns. Hooves and Horns! Hooves and Horns! Sounds and like a, a German festival. Yeah, we drinking the beer at Hooves and Horns. <laughs> that is a good name. I like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely up there. Um... You know, most of the time they're usually about steak and, and, and burgers, so it's definitely more original as well. Absolutely. Unless we're talking about sausage feeling, I guess. Um, where's the barn? Well, actually, we, we had it erected up uh, next to where Can was. It was going to be his holiday home. Uh, but then the council wouldn't give us planning permission, and you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Always a bit of a problem. Oh, well. You know, you can't get the loaded, you know, the building permit. Uh, and then they want to know what grade of hay you're going to bring in. Yeah. And, you know, there's a great hay shortage in Thunder Bluff at the moment. So, they, they you know, massive tax excises on all of it as well. Uh, they, they just try to keep an honest cow down, they do. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So we'll let you know where the top of it ends up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and thanks for the email, Hooves and Horns. Hooves and Horns. I feel like singing that out. Hooves and Horns. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you for writing in. We get an email from Jebdo, who writes, Greetings, Auntie Ed and Oversized B. I want more than Wide ever. load. Wide load. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I want more than ever to gush and nerd over the Rathgate event in its entirety, as I have just finished it. But I know that your faithful listeners do not want spoilers. No, they don't. Moving away from the gushiness of nerddom, I'd like to partake in the gushiness of stereotyping nerddom. The Alliance. What do we know of them? Quite a bit, since we've been uh, studying them for a long time now. According to Auntie Ed and Big V, and all the listeners, let's just list some of the few stereotypes we have to Alliance players. They're new to the game and have no idea what they're doing. Going along with number one, they're just kids. They're naturally jerks. They're also stupid regardless of age, which is disappointing for older Alliance players. They are stubborn. I don't know about stubborn, but Uh... that, that sums them up, though. I think I think stubborn's more of us because you know we just have to keep beating them into the ground constantly. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I, I guess you can attribute that to them, maybe. Yeah, stubborn because they just keep coming back, maybe. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that could be. They it. could just embo- enjoy the beating. That I think is more like it. Sure <laughs> they, they enjoy beating them. Yeah, <laughs> add, add that to the list. Masochists. 
There you go. Okay, we got six yep. now. We could go on and on. Uh, I won't, but perhaps you guys would. However, oh, I did not we start. Did. <laughs> we just did. However, I did not start this list for no reason. I wanted to show it to you to show just how true they are. Anyone seen the new The Day of the Earth Stood Still? The new Keanu Reeves movie is actually rather good. There is, however, a stupid little kid in it. This kid has no idea what he's doing and acts like a jerk to most of the other characters out of spite. He's young and he's stupid and he's definitely stubborn. Anyone who's seen the movie will definitely concur with me. The first time we see him on screen, he's playing a game. Guess what game he's playing? That's right. You can see it coming now. He's playing a human paladin, running through Stranglethorn Vale. He aggros like six mobs and quickly dies. He blames his mother, who just stepped into the room. But I can see the truth. He had started pulling them all before she entered. I place the almighty judgment of the Horde on him. He probably lost DKP for it, too. I bet he did. What I think is really impressive is that you notice that during this movie. <laughs> that you're not watching yeah. the movie. You're standing there looking at the background at the screen of him pulling mobs going, you know what he's doing wrong? You know, yeah, he's not he bubbling. using Consecrate now. Yeah. Uh, heal, heal. Heal, heal. What are you doing? Why are you running <laughs> that way? No, no you don't respect, go back. Think differently, you fool. Yes, exactly. So that to me is impressive that you notice that during the movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are the producers of this movie listeners of this great show? Or are their stereotypes just that powerful? Not to mention totally true. We may never know. But what I we think do, I know. I think we already know, yes. Yeah, we definitely know. They're, they're listeners. They're, yeah. Of course they are. Yeah, they're, they're making the For the Horde movie next. Exactly. Ooh. Or wasn't I supposed to give that away yet? Oh, no, no, not yet. No, we weren't supposed to. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's okay. Ignore me, everyone. Ignore, Didn't say yes. that at all. Don't pay no attention to, to that man behind the curtain. Yes. Nope. <laughs> he continues. But what we do know, however, is that this character is a perfect candidate for butt cheek of the week, if fictional characters are eligible, that is. I thought I'd just let you all in on that little tidbit of goodness. Have you heard about heirlooms? I only heard about them recently, and they have intrigued me. They are a new type of item. It's gear that is bind on account and can be bought in Dalaran. Here's the cool part. They scale with level. You know what that means? Alt gear. Blizz took the idea that they had with the DKs, which was if you've already leveled, then you've earned the right to start a new character with better off gear than the new players. It applied it to alts. You can't buy the gear until you're 80, but I'm going to be saving for a while to deck out my alts for sure. The gear itself is relatively equivalent to high-end blues or low-end epics, and they scale every 10 levels. I'm very excited to look into this. For the first time, I can run around starting areas looking like I'm a geared, like a raider. At least, let's hope the cosmetics don't scale as well. Then again, that would be awesome as well. I won't get my hopes <laughs> up for that, though. They are definitely designed for alts. Because some of the pieces apply a bonus to experience gain. This just keeps getting better and better. Now it looks like I may actually someday have incentive to level my healer. Jebdo. Yeah, I've heard of those heirloom items. They look pretty sweet. I found the guy in, in Dalaran with them. And I yeah, yeah. Out and went, ooh, They hello. cost um, heroic marks in the end though, don't they? Yes. Yes, and so a lot of you, them. Have to, <laughs> yeah, you have to have nothing better to do but run heroics constantly, I guess. Yeah, but uh, very sweet stuff. I would like to see, actually, and I doubt Blizzard will do this, but I would mm. like to see it, what he was talking about, with it looking different as it goes up. Like, starting out yeah. looking like yodel pants, and then as you yeah. progresses, it gets the cooler. little kind of curved crook stick, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. And then as you level up, it starts looking a little more sweet. You it know, looks like, spikier. 
until you get to the end and it has an octopus on the end, you know? like that. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it cooks your dinner for you as well. And it cooks your dinner for you as well. I mean, it's an heirloom. It should. Uh, but exactly. that is actually a really cool Most idea. Most of um, You can also get PvP-oriented ones from um, Wintergrass with the Stonekeeper shards, if you're looking for that kind of gear as well. That's what you can do. There you go. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> like Thank you very much for sending that in, Jeb. Yeah, thanks, Jeb. So, uh, we also have another email here from Marzoz, who's a troll hunter on the Agrimar realm. He says, Dear Auntie Ed and the massive Mukau himself, Big V. I don't know if you still care, but I was re-listening to episode 7 of Fall of the Horde Radio and heard you talking about leprechauns in space. Of course we still care. It's great that you're listening to the old stuff. Uh, absolutely, please. Uh, yeah. God. <laughs> and I yeah, know exactly we what episode you that is. In fact, everyone go back and listen to episode 7 right now so you know what we're talking about. Off you go. Yep, but yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. Do you think they're back yet? Yeah, they were shorter back then. Okay, so we'll get Yeah. So... So he continues to write, I went onto Wikipedia and looked up this pathetic sounding movie. I've linked the article on it and I have to say, you made the right decision not watching it. Yeah. Also, for once, I'm just, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I did think that I just... <laughs> Pretty bad. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Leprechauns in Space, part four. <laughs> Which means they made three other movies prior to this, so this is the scariest part of them all. Obviously, there's a market for space leprechauns out there. It's gotta be. So, he continues. <laughs> also, for once, I'm deciding to be useful, so here is a very cool thing I found. It's a program called Rogue, and it's an in-game web browser. You can control its opacity so it doesn't block your screen, and it's useful for looking up things on Almighty Thought without having to minimize the game. You just start up the program and enter WoW. F12 brings the window to the front, and F11 switches mouse and keyboard control to the browser. Hope you enjoy For the Horde. And that was Mars Oz from the Agrimar Realm. Awesome. Yeah, sounds interesting. Very cool. Save you from playing minimize, get your whole screen back. You can just tab between them. That's cool because that's a problem with me. I have to minimize the game to get back to my desktop and... Yeah, it's a pain. By, by the time you find out where the creature is, it's already respawned and killed you. Yeah, exactly. I've done the way. <laughs> you come it back walks and you... all the way up, <laughs> all the way to Orgrimmar, just to stab you once. Come out again and no one bothers you. Just to go out to stab, and then it leaves, you know. Yep, yep. It leaves a letter to you. The dear, dear sir, I'm here. It's yours truly, Bob, you're looking for. <laughs> You missed me, ha 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 L O L. L O L. So yeah, that sounds like a really cool program. Uh, definitely one to, yeah, to check out. out definitely. definitely one to check <laughs> out. But uh, thank you Thanks very for much for sending that in. It's awesome. Let's see here. Uh, we got an email from Steve Caesar, aka Damien Khan. Both in the Matter and Guild, Matter and Guild, Matter and Server. Yes. <laughs> we own the whole server. It's all ours. The server's ours. <laughs> We've taken it over. <laughs> All your server are belong to us. Okay. Okay. So Steve says, okay, here's what happened. I was an org and I just paid 200 gold for, for elemental Seaforium charges. Good Lord. I still can't believe I paid that much. Yeah, Steve, neither can I. <laughs> no, I don't wow. mean to rub it in. I don't yeah. even know what those are, but that sounds like a lot. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, you know, I thought I was witty when I first caught on it. C4, C4-ium, it's C4. I get it. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it took the last of my cash. So I'm in Oregon, just built my chopper. I'm hoping he means helicopter, because if I see him around on a motorcycle, I'm pissed. Uh, no, I think he means helicopter. <laughs> no, because we're going to mug him if he's got one of those other choppers. Okay, exactly. We're gonna... We're going to bring him into a dark alley in Oregon, Morgan. Come here, Steve. 
<laughs> yeah, look over so there. Uh, I understand you have a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Ed here and I would like to have a word with you. All right. <laughs> Even though I can't fly it till okay, fly. All right, he's good. Even though I can't fly it till I get the other 800 gold for training. Uh, being happy just to have a chopper at all, I yell out an org, 800 gold to go, and I get my flying mount, just to share my joy. And surprisingly, Felshion whispers me. He says, hey, I can donate 200 gold. Utterly blown away, he gives me 200... Wow. Dude, Felshion, you can give me a couple hundred gold. <laughs> <laughs> gives me 200 gold. So please give a huge shout-out to Felshion. He helped me more than I can say. Big shout-out to you, dude. Very, very, shout very. Shout out. Very, very cool of you. Uh, I also need you to please give a big shout out to Silver Oak, a 73 night elf. Night elf. All right. One of these damn purple hippie tree loving elves. 73 night elf druid. I'll be nice. From the blacklisted guild. Take the guild name as you may. She helped me in Northrend take down a 74 elite boss for a quest by the Emerald Dragon Shrine. I think I know which one that is. If that's the big frickin' bird down there, yeah, I more power to her for helping you. I pointed at her, then pointed at the boss, and she nodded, and we proceeded to take the boss down, and afterwards we shared a cheer, and I thanked her. All right, thanked her and applauded her. She bowed to me and wished me farewell. Night elves like her make me wonder if night elves, at least maybe if all night elves are bad. Thank you, Annie Ed. Hope to see you in game soon. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Wintervale. Much horrid love. Steve Caesar, a.k.a. Damien Khan. Thank you, Steve. Well, yeah, not, uh, we've said this, not all Alliance are bad. We're very convinced, though, they are undercover horde. Yeah, you know. I think this is a case of an undercover horde. I, I have run into, every now and then, a nice night elf. But, you know, then again, just go to the crossroads. And yeah. you'll see that uh, the exceptions prove the rule. Exactly. <laughs> but it's very cool that you found uh, actually found a decent player and helped you take down a 74 lead. Awesome. Yeah. So very nice shout-out you got there, Steve. Thank you very much for sending those in. We get an email from Dormido of the Rexar server who says, So... After 19 tries, not counting since Wrath came out, or they would be around 40 or 50 tries, I finally got Baron Rivendell's mount. Oh. <laughs> I know it's not as rare as the other mounts, but one that I can solo as a clothy so for the Horde. <laughs> solo? Wait a minute. <laughs> oh. Okay, I went charging into Stratholme. That's where Baron Riven Rivendare is. Okay, I couldn't remember what instance he was in. He's he way at the end. Yeah, he was sounded familiar, but I couldn't place him. How the hell does a clothy do that? He's he's got to be a mage. He's got to be. Blink it I mean, through, or either that, or he's he's got the demon. Or something, yeah. <laughs> because I, oh man, I need, I've been trying to go in there every now and then and get that mount, because until that patch comes out that allows Torn to ride the skeletal horses, that would be the only one I'd be able to get on. Okay. So, unless I wanted to do PvP, which I pretty much suck at. <laughs> Uh, and he follows it just saying, uh, also just saying, have a happy new year and that all your wishes for the new year come true and the whole crew at FTH Radio. Well, Feliz Año Nuevo. 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 That's that. There we go. <laughs> Dormido. Thank you. Very nice. Very, Very nice. nice. Thank you, that Dormido. is awesome. So thank you so much for getting that in. And 
big rats to you. Yeah. Excellent, man. Excellent. So this next one comes from Online and Offline, our wonderful warrior and priestess on the Mandaron, the Mandaron server, and no, off the air doesn't own it, even though we probably should, but hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, Auntie Ed and Big V. I have a call out for you guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is this another ass pipe? Uh, <laughs> ass pipe, ass pipe, ass pipe. Ass pipe, ass pipe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> off and I were on our baby tunes on a new Barak PvP server. PvP server is... PvP. Oh, God. God help. They are Alliance. Don't hurt us. They are just for messing about with. These babies are only level 16. Oh, boy. As you know, at that level, quite poor. Catching boat to Stormwind when this random guy rocks up and starts telling me off for having a white quality dagger on my rogue. Found it very amusing and asked him if it upset him. To which he replied that it did. Why the hell does it upset you? It's not your dagger! Then I told him that I hoped he had nerd rage and went to cry in a corner over it. <laughs> wow! Okay, he couldn't get off or I to react, and in the end, he got quite frustrated and told us to go and die. Oh my god! Good lord! He then told us we need to get lives, lol, and I told him to go post on the realm forums and tell the entire server how bad our gear is. <laughs> Bravo! Ah, uh, he then later tried to whisper me. Oh, good lord. But I figured since I was such a noob, I'd forget how to whisper people and didn't respond to him. <laughs> we logged off and I decided that he needed a call out for being such an idiot. So please give a call out to Recession. Recession, level 25 Drain Eye Shaman, no guild. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, of the Anubarak PvP server. And thank him for giving his advice to us. Off says I should mail this guy my dagger to him for 50 gold COD. <laughs> Since he seemed to like it so much. <laughs> do it! Do it! That is great. And on the flip side to that, we were just on that other email. We were saying how some alliance are cool, and now we see why. <laughs> this is usually what we run into. Oh, Thank you, thanks. guys. Thank you, online and offline. Well, I know yeah. that wasn't from offline. I know she just put him there because it was this would had ass pipe written all over it. If he oh, yes. Yeah. So thank you online for sending that in. Uh, this is a 24 foot ass pipe. That's what that. <laughs> this is. This is like semi driving down the tunnel ass pipe. That's. <laughs> Before we close out the show here, I have a personal, huge, ginormous, extra-normous, normous-normous, huge shout-out to give to Gnome Tipper, Offline, Thunderstep, Shaman Magic, Sturmjager, Emorg, and the Angry Dwarf, a.k.a. Anim5 of International Detective Dragons from Outer Space Podcast, all of which have lent their time, voices, and talents to the making of this episode as they substituted in for Big V. In case you're wondering, Big V is not sick. No, he's not. He's not sick. He's got nerve is what he's got. He's got nerve to go have himself like a life. Hello? Ah, I mean, what is this about? He is off on vacation. So Big V could not be with us for this show. But we again had awesome people who, who stepped up and filled in for him, which was just great. So thank you guys very, very much for all of your help. Again, Gnome Tipper, Offline, 
Thunderstep, Shaman Magic, Sturm Jager, Emorg, and our own Angry Dwarf. Thank you very, very much for helping out. And that will bring us to the end of another episode of For the Horde Radio. If you would like to send in anything, please do. Our email address is fthradio at gmail.com. Big V at biggestv at gmail.com. Undead Zog is n underscore p-r-o-u-t-e-n at hotmail.com. And Grandmaster Z at grandmasterz at gmx.com. And call in line 206-888-3130 and the website www.forthehorderadio.com. Thank you all very much for downloading and listening to this episode. And we will return in three weeks for another Death Knight Clinging, Spoiler Revealing, Fabulous Big V Substitute episode of tried to move this morning and it sounded more like an elephant it was horrible more like a (laughs) that's okay i can't be the cow now i can't can't move move. i can't move because you got those sweet like what are they 20 slot bags oh yes 20 slot bags As we drool over bags. Never mind the armor. <laughs> never mind the weaponry. No, no, no. Bags. <laughs> this is what turns us on here. And I'm glad they don't show them because you would look ridiculous with five bags <laughs> hanging off of you and your weapons. And, and, and you also wonder how much I really trying to understand if you have a bag, how do you have weapons in that that aren't sticking out and you look like a hedgehog? Big angry noises out in the back window and all that. Kind of has a dragon sound to it. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably what it was. It was an issue coming to pwn me. <laughs> <laughs> and surprisingly, Falchion whispers me. Yes, there's my David Trebek voice. David Trebek. <laughs> I think you mean Alex. He <laughs> speak good English. <laughs> Uh, here's the, yeah, yeah, me fail English, that impossible. All right, so. I'm trying to fit in with the mood of being Big V. I'm trying to be Big V. Shh, no one say anything. Maybe they won't notice. <laughs> they won't notice if I do this, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What's the difference? Deep thoughts, too deep. Yes. That's, that's too, like, no, 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 we can't be having that, no. no it's not for the Horde philosophy. No, this is, no, we don't like thinking deeply on anything over here, no. hell no. How many Forsaken are loyal to, no, uh, to, blah, 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 blah. But I had another story for you. You had another one? Aye, you can pick this one and you can pick the other one. Okay. All right, let me brace. Brace yourself. I'm bracing myself There's here. more There's coming more here. There's more coming, I'm bracing here, all right. Go ahead.
Maybe that's it. Maybe we gotta yeah. eat it up more. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Is this where we put in the whale song? We, that's <laughs> and surprisingly, Falchion will... <laughs> that was the sound of my brain farting out of my head. <laughs> I want more than ever to... What? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that's the fake crying. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed that. Okay. More whale song. More whale song. And More whale song. This is going to be just the Save the Whales episode. <laughs> in Orgamar, the Alliance were attacking Thrall. In the Barrens, it was the Crossroad. <laughs> in the Barrens, it was... La, 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 la. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I'll try again. <laughs> You're supposed to be professional. You're supposed to know how to do this. <laughs> I, I do know how to do this. I promise you. Okay.